0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Barely There Theater, where we present theater to you barely. Up this week, something that's not a play or a rehearsal. There will be a brief message at the end of the episode, so stick around. Hey, you know, Um, so yes. Um, so, uh, uh, as I was trying to figure out how I wanted to record this, yeah. I realized I didn't have um, three of the same kinds of microphone. Um, just because I'm, it drives me crazy if I'm like working on something and like someone's recorded on a different microphone from everyone else because yeah. they just sound different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was trying to figure out. I was like, I could borrow mics from Micah. Um, but then I realized Citi will also jump in at some point and join our discussion because she's also listening to both episodes. And, oh, cool. Awesome. And why not? And so I was like, you yeah. know what? We're going to try just using this really nice microphone, cranking it up really high so it picks up every sound in the zip code. And uh, <laughs> so that way we don't have to, like, tether ourselves to a, to a microphone. We can just relax, uh, lean back, and discuss.
1: Nice. I truly enjoyed... Listening to these, the oh, listening experience was really what. So i um, you you had described it to me and then played it for me, like the Virginia Woolf recording. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like this is what they used to do back in the day. I like got audio plays mm-hmm. more so than they do now. And, and I
0: can I can show that to you later. Okay. Later tonight, Cassidy. it's really
1: cool. The second that like you went out, I was like, I know exactly what he was telling me now. Like, <laughs> you captured it perfectly. It
2: was like so unbelievable. I was like. It felt like I was listening to a recorded. It was, yeah, I mean, like, like completely. it, like a live performance. It was so. My mother so thought it cool.
1: was a live performance. Oh my god! Thank She's, you. And I, and so I was like, No, this, this was
0: that day that I. Oh okay. And it's like wow. <laughs> if I didn't and t- when I when I pitched, I just I say pitched like it It's not my decision. I when I told you guys <laughs> <laughs> um, that I wanted because when I was envisioning the show, I was like, it's a show that was written for someone doing a one-person show on stage right um it doesn't really make sense to just have that be like a strictly radio play like someone speaking into the microphone Mm -hmm. to me that felt um odd (laughs) yeah i probably could have done it that way but it just felt odd it made more sense to structure it since it's a show about someone being in a show to have it be like a show and perform to an audience and so i was like That'll be easy enough to do. That'll be fine. Um, because what I did... Um, at first, I was... Um, so what I did is I took a recording of the original Ghost Light when it was performed on stage by a person. What I did is I went through and I cut out every single laugh from that performance. Oh and I had like a shit ton of laughs because wow. um, the actor who played it last time, he he really he got a lot of laughs that night. He he really connected with the audience. Oh um,
2: awesome.
0: But he he connected with the audience in the way we're like
2: I was wondering why they sounded so I was like, that's the exact type of laugh that you would get after that joke, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's because
2: it. that's why.
0: It The laughs one, were, quite frankly, the hardest part of the editing process because um, I cut... So what I did is I have, like, the whole track and then I cut out every like every laugh so it's just, like, 30 little bits across the timeline. Mm-hmm. And it's roughly the same length as what you guys perform. So it was, like wind up like more or less with like where the jokes landed in your guys's performance mm-hmm. but what i found as i was going through is that the types of laughter were not proportionate to the how funny you guys were being in that moment like there would be some jokes that he would really land yeah. um and would get like a big laugh but the way you guys did it it wasn't even really like read as comedic almost <laughs> yeah um just because of the different ways different performers perform it and so like if i like did a one for one and be like this joke got this laugh and just like pasted it over your performance it felt wrong because it was like you would have like a little dry quip and then it was like ah, just like a big audience laugh right. and he also got a lot of um humor out of shifting character with physicality so like there were laughs that were in response to no sound So, like, there wasn't a joke, that wasn't, like, a line that prompted it. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, him, like, shifting his posture, and so the audience would laugh at that. So, it was, like, there were some laughs laughs that weren't even tied to a line. And so, like, I had more laughs than I had lines, and so what I had to do is, for both of your performances, find the most appropriate laugh for each thing that I personally thought was funny. I was like, that, I feel like an audience would laugh at that. So, I, like, had to, like, go through and find, like, the laughs. I was like, okay, this laughs a little too much. This laugh's a little too little. I feel like a crowd might laugh this way, and so I would have to, like, literally just, like, drag and drop different laughs onto your guys's like, joke lines or punch lines to be like, which one of these laughs, oh <laughs> matches God. the joke?
1: You, so you had to, like, listen to it and, like, feel it through for... Yeah. How long did it take you to edit these? Oh, my God.
0: So Well, there oh is... I, I guess <laughs> in
1: comparison to, like, how long it usually takes you.
0: It So... <sighs> considerably considerably longer part of it being I just hit like a mental health brick wall like yeah. uh, <laughs> so I like there was just like days on end where I like just for whatever reason could not bring myself to work on it
2: yeah.
0: um, but eventually I was like it was like af- I think it was like after the episodes were the, supposed to like, come out. the
2: shortest mental
0: health I mean, Good My, for you for yeah.
2: like only that last. I mean mine um, I'll be like in a hole for months and I won't same. touch it. You were so consistent
0: and I, awesome. I, okay. I, so what it was was it, I let it, like, go so long that, like, when the episode was supposed to go up the first of the month, um, or not the first, the first Wednesday of the month, yeah. um, I missed that date entirely, and that was when I was like, okay, I just need, I just need to get it done, or they'll never get done, so I had to, like, sit myself down and, like, I found ways to broke it up by, like, taking breaks, and, like, eventually I got through it, um, so if we ignore the part of the process where I was just procrastinating,
1: right. <laughs> um, oh, understandably. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. I That's mean,
0: procrastinating might might not be the right word, but um, put, putting putting stuff. it off into the future. Yeah. Um, the it probably took about th- three to four hours for each of your guys' performances because yeah. it was just Man. just listening to it over and over and like. Finding the right laughs, um, the getting the echo right to make it sound like you were in like a big room performing to a right. crowd. That probably took it. That probably alone took like two hours to get it sound right. It Because it was like oh, yeah. if I tweaked it just a little bit, it would make the room sound like way bigger, and I was. It's just like it would get distracting, and so like tuning it to it was the point where it was just like bearable for an entire show. Um, That
2: was so cool because it felt like when I was listening back to it. um, So there's this uh, comedy club in Chicago called Zanies. And when I was listening to this, um, the, the both, both yours and mine, mm -hmm. I pictured like us standing on that stage of like almost like a stand like you know Mm -hmm. a a, a comic is in the stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. club that's exactly how i pictured yeah sure i'm like
1: i felt so removed i will not so i felt like a healthy dose of removal from myself when i listened to it because i'm like oh wait like I'm in this world that's created that I know I wasn't actually in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can, but I could suspend it enough to believe that I was there, mm-hmm. and so I was able to like actually, for both of us, like listen as an audience member. Cool. You know, yeah, it, like, yeah that's that's kind of what I was
0: going for. Um, it, it's crazy to me how much of the process was was just totally deteriorating the audio quality because this mic is very very nice and like your voices oh, both come yeah, through it like <laughs> crystal clean, and so what I had to do is like. A, I had to add an echo to it. B, I has to also had to add background noise because the original performance was recorded on like just like a, a camcorder. Mm-hmm. So like the mic was not great. So you hear like the laughter, the actor, the like the oh, rrrr rrrr of accent. the air conditioning. Oh. And so like it, if you, I kept the track as it originally was, yeah. it was like you guys talking and then like <laughs> and like there was no way around it. So I had to make your tracks also go like just very quietly, so that way yeah. it, like, blended all better. And oh. so, like, so much of the process was making you guys sound worse than you actually sounded to oh make wow. it sound more like a
1: live performance.
2: It, it was so well done. I mean... The s- editing
1: was literally superb. Like, that alone, just, like, right... Like that, <laughs> like, just, like the, like, the skeleton, the structure of the piece as a whole, even as a concept, is so, like, well-supported. And you could tell there was, like... Uh, we could tell, obviously, that there was so much work put into it, but like I said, for someone like my mother, for example, who listened, literally thought she was listening to a play. Oh my god, that's so play. good. That's
0: perfect. That's a little, uh, I love hearing that, because that's exactly what I wanted the experience to feel like.
1: Um. It's so and, and it's that good. echo, too, mm-hmm. when you come out. It's
2: like, yeah, the reverb, it's so good. It felt really
1: real, and I felt pulled into the world, and you we just touched on it a little bit before, and you said, like, um thinking about why do this play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wouldn't make sense to not add that audio quality yeah. because then it, would, it would sound like a podcast. You know? Yeah, it would,
0: just, it would sound just like a dramatic podcast. I'm yeah. well, like, it, it didn't feel right.
2: <laughs> it really helps, I think, the listener to understand the jokes better also because, you know, comedy is kind of, you know, subjective yeah. and and not everybody... but. But it kind of helps when you have an audience and you can You know
0: it's okay to laugh. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're
2: like, oh, that was a joke. Yeah. Gotcha. And it
1: felt too like, oh my gosh, this is a live performance. Anything could happen. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a live performance. I mean, like, they could go up in a line. They could, like, they could fight some words, Mm -hmm. like, whatever. Mm -hmm. That was exciting, though. Because it was like, oh, anything could happen. Oh my god, that's so good. That's so cool. It it really, ugh. Oh gosh, so <laughs> um, yeah. And initially, that was my thought, and I was just, I was really, I was just like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You
0: guys gave me so much great material to work with um, that it made it like the. Cut, so the first step of the process was <laughs> was just like cutting your guys's tracks down, like removing the bits where you had to like redo a line or anything, and like that took like oh, that, that so took happy,
2: like maybe. God, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so good. I'm I'm probably
3: like making this such a headache for Alex. No, it,
0: you, <laughs> you, you you guys both like, but to your credit, it was like a couple small mess ups, and then you would go like pages at a time that were just like I didn't need to cut a thing. I was like, <laughs> I would hate you too sometimes. There was one specific
1: um, line I definitely fucked up, and I I recorded it in a way again where I don't think you could fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I didn't yes. notice anything. <laughs> not at all. But
0: that, that's always the way I feel, though. Like, even with my, like, opening spiel, like, you were listening. but There are, like, words I'm like, why did I hit that syllable <laughs> that hard? Oh, and it's yeah. like, I. so I get where you're coming from. There are times where I'm, like, hearing it back, I'm like.
2: Hmm. Do I really sound that
1: Midwestern? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why did the actor, actor, decide to, like, emphasize that syllable? I would not have done that again. You know what I mean? like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Huh. yeah. Like,
0: like, oh, that's a choice.
1: Yeah, uh. yeah, exactly. For myself, like, oh that's a choice, wasn't it? Huh? I didn't I mean of course I noticed it when I was reading it and we were recording it, but I got to hear it even more listening back as an audience member. I love the way that you write words. Thank you. <laughs> I
2: know. Well in my in my rehearsal with him, I didn't know at first that he had it just said an audio play by Alex Richardson and I was like, Oh, he, that must be like the adopted, you know, for for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But then I, when I was reading it, I ca- I came here and I go, is this this is yours, right? Like this this writing yeah. is too much like you. <laughs> too much in your voice. <laughs> it's, it's so you have such a, like a particular writing style, and it's so good. Oh like, my god! Thank you. Words exactly.
1: Yeah and. You know, like when we sit, like you know, director and actor, and we deconstruct like moments and like, like adding emphasis to certain words, adding time and space and all that. It feels like you know. Um like time is slower like like, when we do it but then as the audience member it flows through and it's i get to see the finished product of what we were trying to capture Mm -hmm. and as an actor like we so rarely ever get to to
0: experience it
1: yeah we don't we see a complete we see it from a different side obviously
0: because because i mean we're performing it so it's like how much do we and even when you like see the like recording of the show afterward it's always like you're it's like way in the back and like you're like this big on the screen and you're like you're not getting any of the performance yeah Um, but, like, I think what's so cool about this process is, like, you guys are more so audience members than... I mean, just as much as an audience member as everyone else, because because like you did your performance and then left and then heard none of the right. none of the development after that 100%. point. 100. And
2: I that was one of those things where like I watched it back, and when you when I watched myself on like my tiny self on mm. the faraway camera, I'm always like, man, that sucks. <laughs> 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 or, why am I doing that with my arm? Yeah, why <laughs> my, my posture is
0: so terrible. <laughs> but this
2: was one of those where I I felt like. I could visualize both yours and my facials. I could yeah. feel it, like it. I felt like an audience member, and this was one of the few times where I've seen a recording, or I guess I <laughs> see, I've listened, I like seen. I, yeah. I felt this audio recording, and I was like, I'm really proud of that. Like I, Truly. I thought that I did a pretty good job. Oh
1: I God. was, I was proud of it too. Yes, yeah, it was
2: so good. I was
1: like, wow, this.
2: This is kind of. Crazy. I know because <laughs> I hear myself back on video and I'm like, oh. Video's hard. Yeah, hard.
0: video's
1: really hard. I.
2: Both video or audio, just like the sound of my voice, I'm
1: like, oh. Yeah. You write, like I think you write words in such a way that like, yeah, we can almost feel and see the facial expressions, uh, the way that we look. Yes. So it's it's almost better.
2: It's always <laughs> almost like asmr in (laughs) a way especially with yours adam i picked up so much just like the way especially your your actor was very your your max's max was so like haunting and he had these like like t's and s's and like the end of the sentence like i could feel like the the, it was so it was so good i loved it
1: (laughs) thank you
0: um It, I, your guys' performances were so different, and I loved what, I loved how it was, it really felt like almost different shows. Like, the focuses were so drastically different. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, They did feel, like, very different. Mm -hmm. First time I listened to it, I would do, like, eight minutes of you, Mm -hmm. and then I would play the same for me, right? So Mm -hmm. that I could, like, take moments and divide them up, and I was like, these feel completely different. And Mm -hmm. then I was getting, like, lost, or tracked, not, Mm -hmm. uh, like, with the wording, but just, the feel of it was so different. Mm -hmm. And I loved that though, because that's what we were trying to do. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, well, even because you recorded before we did, and Alex was, like, evil laughing. He was like, (laughs) yours is so different, and I love it! Yeah, because you
0: you came over, I think it was on Sunday, and she came over, I think, on Tuesday. And so it was, like, relatively recent, and so, like, I was remembering what you were doing and comparing against what she was doing, and, like, doing my best to, like, not, like, do any of what you did for her, because, like, it would have been wrong for your performance. And, like, it was just so fun the the totally different directions you two pulled me in for mm-hmm. like because like I had those questions at the beginning like who do you want your character to be yeah. and y'all really took that ball and ran with it because like <laughs> as because mm-hmm. I just finished um I uploaded or I scheduled I guess I should say your rehearsals last night so I just got done listening to those yesterday so like those are the rehearsals is fresh in my mind yeah. um and like what I
2: I'm so excited to listen.
0: <laughs> what 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 I thought was interesting about the process is like the very very small differences that I like made in the moment for each of your um, rehearsals. Like for instance, um, there's a couple lines with Adam's performance where I was like, "Cut this word. We don't need this word." Like something about it was like throwing off your cadence and rhythm, and yeah. I just it didn't hit my ear right. So I was like, "We don't need that word." Whereas with Cassidy, I didn't have that where I, like it like kind of flowed na- like a little more naturally in your voice and like it didn't even cross my mind to be like oh wait I cut that word with Adam because it just it's right. and so it was it was like literally oh, like a word yeah so... like a single word um oh, what it was it
1: play, it plays differently right the cadence the timbre
0: it, like, oh really I remember hard. what it was now the line the line was um they something along the lines of they say your life flashes before your eyes um with Adam I cut that first your so it was they say life flashes before your eyes but I, with you, Casty, I, I left it as they say your life flashes before say. your eyes. I don't know why. The um, word your, for whatever reason, didn't... They say
1: your life. Uh, they say life. Like, I think because I went into it. Yeah. Like, it, was, it, was like... it was
0: something about just, like, the way you hit the word where I was like, get rid of the word. And, yeah. like, it didn't even, like... It didn't even cross my mind with Cassidy to be, like... And I, I don't mean that to be, like, as, no. like, a, a knock against your performance or anything. It was just... I was, like, if you don't need the word, just get rid of the word. If that's, right. like, creating some weird hurdle in the performance, just... It's so interesting. As a
1: director, and, uh, you know, like, you're trying to be the eyes of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting for this, you had to be the ears, too. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting that you bring that up. Because you're right. Like, maybe... like. It didn't it, like it hit your ear a different way, you know. And so all you to do is just tweak it, and that's like what the director does is like help to make the actors like look the best. It was know? like a
0: note out of tune. Like I heard right. it, I was like flat.
1: Yeah, but it's so <laughs> <cool>. like, <laughs> off, beat, off
0: beat. Get rid like, of was it. Was that
1: a challenge on your end, like, because it's mostly visual, right? Like for stage like oh like the blocking type stuff especially for different types of uh like stages thrust or in the round but for, was it a challenge for you audio wise
0: i mean even on the stage for me the visual is a component of it but i'm almost more so focused on the audio because of what wow. i really that's what i respond to most of all is like the way things sound okay and so like even on stage i will like k- take the time to like
2: I was gonna make say- sure
0: lines flow right or feel right in the moment mm-hmm. um
2: I remember rehearsing for Their Town, and I remember there were definitely moments, or I feel like you did this for, because you were our producer for She Kills Monsters, too, mm-hmm. where you will go like this. Yeah. In, in yeah. the seats. I'll just put my head down, down and listen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Because
0: because the the, uh, the vision, because, like, a lot of the times what it is is, like, a scene will kind of land on stage, and, like, it'll sit there for a minute, and, like, the people just start talking at one another. At that point... The visual is the visual. I I know what that is. At that point, it's like, what does it sound like? Like, what are the, Mm -hmm. how does it feel if I'm like, if I'm just blind to the performance? Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, audio has always been, the way lines sound has always been very important to me as a director. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do pay more attention to it now because that's 100% of the performance. Like, we lose, and that was something we, we both had to discuss a lot in both the rehearsals is like... We lose all visual um, trickery is not the right word. Um, maybe it is all, <laughs> all
1: visual tools.
0: Yeah, like body language, like shifting your weight, like fidgeting, like right. all of those like very small mannerisms, like sm- even smiling. You, right. you. I mean, you can kind oh, of. Oh, hear- I
2: could feel Adam smiling through. <laughs> right. I didn't even need. Uh, a video to see Adam. Well,
1: that's also interesting. Is like you as an actor, you really get to use the voice yeah. as a real tool yeah. to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: I know. Yeah. I there were moments where I think in my performance, I did that as well, where I was like, because I can't remember what I was doing during it, because I'm just you know invested mm-hmm. in the script, and then I was like. Oh my gosh, like I can, like we, going back, I, even though it was just audio, I could see the performance happening yeah. in my head. It was so cool. And I, I mean, I think I was just like doing homework while I was listening to it. Cause I listened to it immediately. As soon as he <laughs> sent it to me, I was so excited. Yeah. He sent it to a bunch of people. Um, but yeah, I, I listened to it right away and I was just like looking down on my couch or Or like, you know, moving things around on my desktop, on my computer. And it was, it was so, it was so visual without it, without needing that. Yeah. Without needing that piece to it.
1: What I loved about your voice was that it, it's the quality of your voice. It's almost like you, you neutralized it and then you started adding on things, you know, it was so calming Right, so there's that ASMR quality to it, calming in the way that I was, I was with you, like I was there with you. Mm -hmm. It felt real, like I said, I, I I, I could see you. That's why it's like I was going along. There was some quality to your voice that was just I was so invested in it, so it got me thinking about like what is it about sound that Mm -hmm. is so powerful?
2: Oh, so powerful!
1: And and like using it differently, like pitch and timbre and volume, Mm -hmm. like. It really can change perception The the a lot.
0: The voice is such an exceptional, exceptional instrument. It really is. Because, I mean, when people think of the voice as an, as an instrument, they usually just think, go straight to singing. Because right. there's so many absolutely insane things you can do with your voice and singing. Yeah. But, like, I think a lot of times people discount just, like, how much impact just, like, a speaking voice can have, like, just the power of a voice is really, I think people take for granted, and so, like, um, what, what I love about, um, plays and audio plays is, like, I try to, I try to write for the voice, and I treat each character as, like, a different instrument. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, I love that. Because and then Ooh. like it's how do you play those instruments off one another?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Is that like when he talks, he's like sexy, like, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like he like says these things and you're like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested in knowing your conversation when you guys started like at your rehearsal. Like oh your... yeah, let's yeah. actually get into it. Just because oh, like, that's what direction you guys like went in mm-hmm. for this.
0: So your Max the the question that we um was that paragraph towards the end of the show where they Max gives us their whole backstory. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, it, the, true it true was original it was originally uh written for a guy whose only purpose or gain in the theater was to hook up with women um yeah. that was that was what the paragraph essentially said with Adam we changed it to it was someone looking, who who looking, was looking very community who yeah. was lonely yeah. and I looking for community I thought that was a
2: little interesting cuz I felt like ours they weren't They weren't the same, but they were similar. You guys both
0: went for the route of someone looking for connection, which I thought was interesting. But it was the distinction of what kind of connection each of you wanted that I thought was really interesting. That was going to be the next point. Um, Because your character was wanting to deepen relationships um, with the friends you already had, and your character wanted to make relationships. Um, And I just thought that was an interesting distinction, and it colored the characters in drastically different ways. Mm -hmm. Because it's ultimately the same thing they want, it's just, like, the, sh- the like, the depth of what they want is slightly different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, like, it, like, had this ripple effect out through the rest of the script, because I think with you, you picked up on the drinking, and, like, you pulled out this thread of, like, was he, like, drunk driving? And I was, like, there's nothing that contradicts it in the text, mm-hmm. and so, like, that was, like, kind of an element of yours that we didn't even, never even crossed our minds as we were going through rehearsal. Like, Adam mentioned it, but, like, it, in one ear, so out the other, good. as far as the rehearsal process yeah. was concerned. And, like, we didn't even didn't even touch on it no. and that was that was really interesting there was yeah. something that you a thread you pulled on I'm trying to remember what it was that, that Adam and I also didn't touch what was
2: it uh, I I talked about I don't know if you guys talked about this but I almost thought that Max's Max was like this higher being mm-hmm. like we kind of talked about how it's like it was we said like worship pastory yeah. or like or like Delilah is what we were joking around about because I was like Delilah. Anyways, uh, and um, we were saying that Max's Mac was Max's Max was this like guiding soul, and then it almost ended up being like like a manipulation or like a manipulative relationship towards mm-hmm. the end. I don't know. I don't know what what other strings did, you, did he pull on.
0: trying to think so, oh, that apple pie so <laughs> i would this is one of those moments i wish i could smell i cannot um, oh, partake in uh, the smells of the pie so alas oh, um
1: that's really cool like um, finding an entry point into a character that way Mm-hmm. and how you, how you did that with us just by asking a question.
0: Yeah, cuz it was one paragraph. It was only the rest of the script was fundamentally the exact same minus yeah. like a word or phrase here or there. Um but it was that one paragraph that comes at the end that like shaped the whole uh-huh. the whole process. And I loved starting kind of there and working backwards through yes. the script with you guys cuz like as we would just go through page by page, you would you would just pull out entirely different things. Um and it was just it was so much fun to watch how different actors engage with the script differently because there was like different things that like adam was like really wanting to work on that like you just like first time like knocked it out (laughs) (laughs) just like kept going and then like there were things that like you wanted to like really like kind of work through that like first with adam it was you know first time knocked it out like just moved on to other stuff and it was like those different like kind of gaps and like where you guys wanted to p- pay spend more attention and like have questions yeah. about that I thought was just was just interesting it's like the
2: decisiveness of the actor like like it's it's the 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 connection that you feel with those certain lines you either get it or you don't mm-hmm. right. and yeah definitely hits at different points for sure it
1: does mm-hmm. um how was it for you when, uh, during, towards the end, mm-hmm. when reliving the accident and having to jump as, as one person, you know, doing a woman's show and then like going around, well, I guess, how did you approach it? Like psychologically, like where, like as far like, where was Max at there? And then like, um, vocally, like how did
2: you, well, so Alex and I, I, we haven't really talked that much about his accident. Mm-hmm. And so before we got into it, I don't even know how it came up. You, I think you just mentioned, you're like, oh, well, and I don't know if this was in the, in the actual rehearsal or if we were talking about it, um, during a break, but we really kind of got in, in deep with the feelings he was feeling and, and, um, just about the accident in general and, and, you know, what was real, what isn't, and what you know, the feelings and I felt like I really just kind of got into that conversation and I kind of tried to understand as much as I could and tried to empathize with him as much as I could. So I think that definitely helped, um, that, that jumping between Max's Max and Max, Mm. um, Just in that conversation, I, I, yeah, it was. I
1: mean, how horrible, and yeah. It's you took such a such a horrible thing, (laughs) right? It's just like such a horrible thing, and you made it so beautiful. Yeah. I don't. How does that? Like, no one can do that. People don't do that. You know what I mean? But you took something that is terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. It's and it fits with the October and the spooky ghost, like. But like, it is a that feeling right and like how do you capture that authentically and mm-hmm. so that it can read authentically as well like yeah. not just for yourself as the actor to understand mm-hmm. it but so that you can tell that story accurately mm-hmm. um and to have somebody who went through something like that directing it and asking the questions and guiding us the actor through it mm-hmm. i think is why it felt so um oh god so i i real is not the right word but i was listening <laughs> honest to maybe honest honest yeah i think it's why i felt more honest is because we had that like we were able to kind of pull from you mm-hmm. um,
0: what 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 i love about um both of your guys's performances is how much of it um how, how, how am i trying to articulate this how much of it couldn't exist without me. and I, Hold on. How am I trying to conceptualize <laughs> this? Um, because the laugh track for your guys' show mm-hmm. came from another performance of Ghostlight. Right. Like, how much of, like, this piece just has, like, kind of built on itself over the years I think is really interesting. Yeah. Because, like... If I went in and tried to pull laughs out of other shows, the laughs wouldn't have kind of lined up because the tone of the piece is not really funny, right. but there are moments where you're like,
4: oh,
0: <laughs> it's like a chuckle. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of laughs that the show got. And so, like, if I was to go through and, like, try to pull laughs out of another show, it wouldn't line up because the laughs would be just...
1: Yeah. Inappropriate. To-
0: tonally wrong. Yeah. totally
1: wrong. Yeah. Completely, just
0: yeah. Just not in the right ballpark. Right. And so, like... The your performances could not ha- exist as they were if not for the prior performance, and I just think that's a very
1: isn't that interesting? a very
0: weird dynamic because like I I could have done the show without that laugh track and without that audience effect, but it would not it would have been like half what it was if that it wouldn't have been the same at all, and like right. <laughs> and so like that was that was something that was fun as I was adding I was like man if I hadn't done the show before I couldn't be doing it now, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> which is. Um, Right. I don't know that I've ever worked on a show like that before where I had to like do the show once to, to do it better a second time. Because um, this is the first I think this is the first time I've like restaged a work even though the first time I wasn't the one who directed it. I just produced it. Oh, you didn't um, direct it before? No, 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 no. Oh. Which um, I think I talked about with you. Uh, my friend Christine um, who's been on a guest on a couple of episodes for this podcast already um she directed it and i think it was like her first time directing which mm-hmm. kudos to her for directing this script on her first time out right? it was wow as i was g- going it's through hard. it with you first and i brought it up with you it was it's a hard script yeah. uh-huh. it's dense really? um dense. yeah yeah it's and there's a lot of ch- choices you can make there's so much the, potential So
1: much.
0: <laughs> i mean
2: not potential but you're right like so many choices there's so
3: many different it's ways. like you hand
1: us like here's a book and you can make all these decisions mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's a
3: choose-your-own-adventure. Well, it truly is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Literally, as an actor. It's like it's
2: like, it like a like. skeleton, but with so much density. Oh my, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: that's that's really a lot of the way I conceptualize my shows, is I'm building a framework for actors to succeed. Like, if I'm writing yes. parts that are fun to read, then they'll be fun to perform. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of my mindset as I go through, is like, how can I enable actors to, like, connect with an audience as best as they can? Um, so in some cases it's, I'm just writing, mm-hmm. I'm writing voices and then like the actors will audition and I'll match the voice. But then there are some times where I'll like write specifically for people. Joe as an example. Um, yeah, and, and the things she can do, I love with, what she, I love well, writing I for specific voices is so much fun. But like, um, it's yes. <laughs> regardless of whether I'm writing for just like a voice or like a specific voice, um, my, my goal Anytime I said it, I was like, "How can I make sure this actor is going to succeed when they get in front of an audience?" Um, because that's so cool. because like it's there's so many shows with characters that like aren't that are boring. I've been in so many shows and had to take so many roles where like my role sucked. I had like mm-hmm. a scene, my dialogue wasn't interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I lived to like deliver these lines about like I'm thinking of my cement of putting down a dog and then like that's my scene. I'm done and like. It just, it isn't, if I'm going to take the time to write a script, I want to make sure every actor involved has something fun to do and something,
1: somewhere to plug in, somewhere
0: to plug in and like make their impact on the show. Mm -hmm. And so that's, um, that's the way I always think of my scripts is I think of them as like a skeleton, like a framework to like let actors play because that's what it is. It's a play. No, really. Um, so I try to avoid stage directions where possible, like, say, like, happily, or, like, sadly, or exhaustedly, like how some playwrights do, where they, like, have to specify an emotion. Right. I try to steer away from that because it's more fun to let yeah. the actors play because, like, mm-hmm. there's almost no stage directions in this script. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like, I can flip through and find, like, maybe, like, a handful. Mm-hmm. The no. rest
2: It's like drink beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That, like, that's <laughs> the stage direction. Like, yeah. take Drinks. a sip of beer. Yeah,
1: that adds it, yeah. And it's, like... Even that was fun, hearing that, usually.
0: Yeah.
2: Yours was so good. And that was awesome. I had to...
0: <laughs> yours was was frustrating because, like, the sip was, <laughs> was so, so good, good. But I also had the... <laughs> of, like, you unscrewing your oh, water bottle. Wow, so I had to, yeah. like, cut out the... So I could get the... <laughs> Um, and then I had to, like, add in another bottle, like, a beer bottle sound effect because, like, oh, you wow. had the, like, plastic water bottle and oh. it sounded plastic. And I was, like, oh. so close. <laughs> so far. So close. Um. And so far. Uh,
1: well, that's true. Like, you really do try to set up a world that actors can walk into and succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It really
2: is. it Like, a playground. Like, an actor's playground. Yeah.
1: And it's, like, you've built it. and You're kind of, like, the... <laughs> the god of it, but, you know, but and but you still allow us to walk in oh, where we master. want to, like mm-hmm. which like you allow us to choose the door to enter, mm-hmm. right? Because there's different doors we could go in, like back door, side door, the docky door. <laughs> you allow us to go in the door we want to understand it, and then like once we're in there, to make us see everything as much as we can, mm-hmm. without being dictatorial about it. Mm-hmm. Very fascinating. Yes. You're, you're the, I think that's
2: interesting as a director too, especially when it comes to casting. I would love to hear like what Christine's experience with this was, mm. just because, or or Elizabeth's as well, who's directed your shows, or Tori, and um, and ask them what like what it was like. I mean, obviously they could consult you on it, mm-hmm. but I would be really interested to hear. Um, what it was like the first time they read it like without you and mm-hmm. with and, and how they pictured it versus like what it ended up being on the screen or I'm sorry on the on the stage um yeah I, I wonder how how that relationship um, is with your scripts as a director just because I've never been a director before and I mm-hmm. and and um i I don't know I don't even know where to begin in that process <laughs> but um it's.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll say, honestly, that um, I haven't been consulted all that much when other people have directed my shows. Interesting. Um, oh. Like, I will attend rehearsals, but, like, usually, like, the directors have things pretty well in hand. Mm-hmm. And, like, usually, like, their, their feedback on the script is more so like, hey, can we, like, cut these lines? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's like... Oh, my
2: God, Elizabeth. She was the funniest. and she's like... The entire paragraph for rearranging this fight. So funny. Yeah,
0: I love <laughs> that 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 was fun. It it's it's I think. I hate talking myself up, but I think it's like a testament to my right. own like, like, When directors work through my scripts, they don't like they don't usually need to ask clarifying questions. Like, what do you mean by this? Like usually they're able to like interpolate that's a word. Yeah, they're, they're 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 able to like find their own meaning and voice within the line, so they don't have to be like, "What do you mean by this?" They're like, "I know what that means." And like sometimes, like the decision they make there, I'm like, "Well, I don't know that I messed that, but it works." Like it's, the, it's what? It's I, like, I was just gonna ask. Oh, it's go. like oh, sorry, go no, you, you go first.
2: I was gonna say it's like the line in the show that is um, it it uh, I wonder if the playwright what what's the line I. It's. It's, might, it's. It might be the playwright's intention. It probably, it isn't. probably
0: isn't.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it. Yeah.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. It's. I. I. <laughs> it's funny you bring up that line because as I listened to both of yours, I heard that line. I was like, <sighs> and I hated it <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because I. I just. It it was something I did in my early works where, like, when I would write about theater, I would, like, acknowledge the playwright within the production. And something about that I just don't... I I don't care for anymore. Uh, Maybe it's part of my whole... I don't like... (laughs) I don't like bringing myself into the process where possible. Um, (laughs) So, it's funny you mentioned that line, because I... That's not a line I like. However, um, I... It's, I, it's I, agree, I, I agree, I agree, really I agree, I agree with the intention of it, because, uh, I mean, there's so many times where I, I like, I will write a line, I'm like, oh, it should be read this way, and then, like, an actor will do something that's, like, totally almost opposite, I'm like, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's, um, one of the things I really love about theater and plays, um, mm-hmm. is the interpretations you can do with them, is because unlike movies, plays are meant to hopefully to be done multiple times in multiple locations by multiple different groups of people. Exactly. Uh, movies are, like, one and done. Mm-hmm. It's a, and even if it's, it's a reboot, just, that's the reboot is still a, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a one and done. There's not, like, people being like, all right, what's, what's our production of Space Jam 2? Um, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: immutability to it. Yeah, yeah.
0: and, like, yeah. it's that's one of the things I really love about theater. And, like, I think the scripts that are better are the scripts that are broader so like there can be those different interpretations of of the script that different directors can read different things about what they want Mm -hmm. um and so that i think is what i part of what drew me to playwright in the first place is like how do i create just a framework for like not just actors to succeed but directors to succeed Mm -hmm. like how do i like make a scene fun for like a director to be like how are we going to work through this and like what are we going to do with this scene i
1: wonder if playwrights think about that when they write a play you know like
0: hopefully I, I, I would hope that's part of the process i would hope
1: <laughs> but sometimes you know, it's like if some scripts you see and you're like wow did they think about how are we going to do that But it's, <laughs> i like that you do think about that
2: mm-hmm.
1: you want to make it a good experience for both it's mm-hmm. really cool
2: yeah i mean i wish i could see more shows where it has that like uh depth to it where you can see it multiple you know it's almost like
1: Mm-hmm. I know what you're Like
2: we've, I we've done Spring Awakening, and mm-hmm. I saw another production of it, and I and I loved and I hated certain choices about it, and I'm trying to think of other shows that I've seen. There haven't been many shows that like have that sort of depth to them where I've seen them multiple times, and I wish people did that more. Like how many fucking times have we all seen Almost Maine? <laughs> oh my god! And it's, it's, it, this,
0: this, it, this—it's always the same too. Or you
2: can't take it with you. or, yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: you
2: know, like so Racky many times. T- right. <laughs> <laughs> for, for
0: me, the shows I think of that I've—I've I've only seen them done differently. This doesn't necessarily mean done better, but it's Shakespeare. There's, like, yeah. there's a lot there of wildly different interpretations of Shakespeare. And sometimes people will just, like, example. throw stuff at the wall just to see what sticks. And honestly, a lot of times it doesn't <laughs> However, but I've seen, like, I've seen, like, a steampunk Romeo and Juliet. I've seen, like, a lesbian mm-hmm. 70s steam, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, so many different variations on Romeo and Juliet. So. Yeah. Tons of gender-, yeah. Yes. Of gender...
1: Like, Twelfth Night. Yeah. Like
0: a gender... Like, Shakespeare, I think...
1: That's, like, the ultimate example. That, like that's the, the ultimate Scully. example because,
0: like, he he's the father of modern English. So, like, his... Right. Oh, and, his... um,
3: I mean, let's talk about it. A freaking Christmas Carol. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: There I was, is, I was so, gonna say Shakespeare didn't write that. No, but <laughs> that's another. Um, actually, I think you uh, uh No, but that's another one. Charles yeah.
0: Dickens. Yeah. Like I've seen, there's musicals, Christmas girl, carols, right. the Muppet Christmas carols, yeah. which is my personal favorite. I <laughs> love that. It's
2: just stuff that you see literally all the time, but it's like it's the shows that stick with you. Like there's a lot of playcrafter Crafter show, especially like. Uh, you know, something intangible or, or I'm trying, I'm trying to think. The Crucible, Yes. Like things that I would love to see multiple times in different interpretations and like wildly different actors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually just worked on a show, um, the whistleblower's dilemma at Playcrafters. And it was, I got the rare experience of being a part of uh, two original productions.
1: That's really cool.
2: And, um, and I love what Mike Trzynski did because uh, all of the actors, you know, we kind of talked about it in, in the green room, but, um, you know, Sarah was kind of like Sarah lawfer She was, um, she played the main character and she was like, I typically don't get cast in the love interest role, but she like took that role and soared with it oh
4: i
0: can imagine so
2: good and mike trusinski did such an awesome job we are so off base i'm so sorry but um, no no no
0: it's we're talking about whatever (laughs) this is great
2: but i was just thinking about how how he cast people just like in roles that they wouldn't typically be filled in is especially the female roles and i felt like we all did such like a good job like that was another one of those productions i was like hell
3: yeah
1: we did that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I love Mike too. Yeah. Energy. He's another one, he, like you, that I can... I just, oh. I just really trust. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
3: He's another one that, like, when he makes casting decisions, you, you're not always 100% sure why, but he is... And, right? yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. and you're like, Alright. I mean I guess I trust it because you're like, How wait, huh? And then uh-huh. all of a sudden you're like, Oh, oh. Why, you sneaky little thing. Yeah. Yes. You had a plan all along. Like yeah. yeah. He's he's good about doing that. He like cast people in roles you're all like, Are you sure? And you're all like, Oh yeah, no he like, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. You both have this ability to see like really like uh how it's going to play out. And like,
2: be invested in the conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. And, and, like, both, like, as actors, I feel like we both, like, can trust you a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And so, we can go there. Has it ever happened for you? Like, obviously, you said you haven't really directed a lot of what you've written, right? Or if...
0: Yeah, on the stage, definitely. Um, I mean, for the these audio plays. Um, it's dinner time. Um- <laughs> dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> Supper. <laughs> Um, um, but for these audio plays, I've directed all of them up to this point. Got it. Um, and they've all been written by me up to this point. So like that's that's been a that's been um, a change for me is going for because um, when any of the people went up at The Mockingbird, um, Tristan was like, "Hey, do you want to direct it?" I was like, "Any other body? Do not care <laughs> who. Literally any other soul that is not me." Because the last time I directed a show, work in progress, trying to juggle playwriting with directing <sighs> is, is so. Really funny. Difficult for me. Um, you
3: literally knocked it out of the park. <laughs> so but you were the most stressed I have ever you seen were a human. Yeah. yeah, there was
0: a, there was a lot of also behind the scenes. Because I'm sure happening. you have
2: the ability to go. Oh, I just really like. I really want to change this part. I want to rewrite it so bad. Yeah, and that
0: would that would be most rehearsals because that that script is very much work in progress um, <laughs> right it but it the, like it's it was the first full-length thing i ever wrote so like it like it's there were parts and like i had writ wrote it <laughs> three
1: i read it i read it <laughs>
0: I read it three or four years before it was staged at Playcrafters, and that was largely the same script that we used at Playcrafters. It was, like, mm-hmm. condensed, but it was largely the same. And so, like, there were so many jokes where I was like, I, remember I the could do this better, I could do this better, I could do this better. But, like, it was, like, so far into the process that, like, and actors, the actors in that show were at very different places with their lines where I was like, I can't in good conscience rewrite this right now. Now that this person's already hasn't memorized and this person hasn't even attempted to be off book yet. Um <laughs> <laughs> that even part of, I enjoyed. think part of my problem was that cast was of my own own special hell because I put all these incredibly funny people together in the same room and then I had to like rein them in every single night. Oh yeah. I literally so goddamn
3: iconic and so funny. It was so good. I know. Is it harder
1: for you as, as, a, as a director to, to tell an actor to give more or to pull back?
0: It's so much harder for me. Well, <laughs> it's so much more common for me to tell an actor to do more. Like, it's very rare I see an actor, like, g- doing too much. Like, that's very, very rare, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, it, so like most of my notes are usually like please give me more please give you none of you are at a ten right now I want to see at least a ten the note I always try to give my actors is like make me say no yes. do something so Definitely. egregious that I yeah. have to say oh, I geez. have to I have to put a thumbs down to it Alex um, and
2: I worked on that together during <laughs> in their town during the fight scene I remember I was like there was one oh yeah I saw it yes there was one part in in that argument where um. It it was the final like no, and I was like no, and you're like give me more, and I'm like no, you're like give me more. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's so it's it's very easy for me to pull an actor back because I love when an actor has to make me pull them back. Yeah, Um, that's I that's a great problem to have to be like okay, you just. Break it down just a little bit. The, the, the A-Whip crew every single night was me being like, "Please, break it down was gonna a little." Say. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a that's
1: it's a fun good problem to have.
0: It's a great problem to have. So I like, it's I don't think of it really as hard or eat hard or easy, but like what I have to do all the time is be like, I have to push actors, yeah, um, because it's very rare that there's someone who's like swinging out the gate every single day <laughs> trying yeah. to like trying to like break the curve. Um, that's very rare, but so it's. It's a great problem to have, to be like, please come back. Um,
1: I, I... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, please. No. No, no you after have to Okay, you. Okay, I <laughs> I like to go, like, I try to give a lot um, all the time, even when we're marking something, just because if I, I, if I make a mistake, which I make so many, mm-hmm. I want it to be glaringly obvious so it can be pointed out to me, mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of directors... Are, I don't know if they're like t- trying to be like, oh, I don't know if I should give this feedback. I'm like, no, no, please give me feedback. Give me notes. I need notes. I need to know what I can change because it can't just be me.
2: I may not doing always it. agree with the change, but I right. do want to be critiqued.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I want to take conversation. I can't see what you guys see, and I want this to be to- like a story to be told. I want you to like to understand the story to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where was I going with that? Um, <laughs>
0: I think to kind of to bounce off of this, um, the the rehearsal yeah. processes I find that are the most successful, and this is to harken back to what you said a little bit ago, Cassidy. Um, so I can now uh, cross this finger now that I remembered is the best rehearsals are conversations. Yeah. Um, where it's it's the director being like, I want to I I want to see if this works, and then the actress tries like, okay, that doesn't work. We'll try something else. I think those are the best rehearsals, and I think I've been part of too many rehearsals where like there isn't that environment of being able. to to discuss like i don't know it's like the director will give a note and then like the actor will like attempt it and like i don't at the end of the day they'll like they won't even acknowledge that change happened and it'll be like well did it work did it not it like there's i've been in too many rehearsals where like it just doesn't feel like people can or want to talk to one another about like what they're working on Mm -hmm. and that's so frustrating for me and so that's always something i strive for in my when i'm directing shows to like create an environment where like we can try things, and, like, if it fails, it'll probably fail spectacularly, but that's good because we can find out how to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what Sweet. I aim for in my rehearsals because, like, I think those are the best environments to create in. And, like, Sweet. I think too many directors just don't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the thought process is. Like, I don't know. It just seems like they're not paying attention, they're not invested, or, like, they don't want to, like, offer negative notes. But, like, there's... I've Technical worked talent. with so many directors that, like they could push further and they just choose not to and I don't know it's that that's always frustrating to me but I that's what I like in in like working with you two is great because like you have questions and there's so many actors who don't have questions they're just like reading and you're like can you do it another way and they read it another way and you're like okay any questions and they're like no I'm
4: Did like great right. <laughs>
0: and so I love when you two are like D- what about this why does this like I think there was one line where Adam you were like this doesn't really sound like this character I was like oh, yeah. you're right it's not so we'll change the line um, <laughs> and so yeah. like I love I love when actors are confident enough to, to, to voice their opinions on like yeah. things that should be done because those ultimately make for better performances
3: yeah I <laughs> oh how many times are we time, so gonna do that? Can we please get
0: a count? Okay, out.
2: we'll take turns. Every time okay. we talk at the same time, we'll take turns. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, I love. Um, I I might one of my favorite um, things to do is is talk to directors, and um, I love to do it one on one, but I also love to do it in a group setting. Mm-hmm. It 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 also um, helps everyone else understand like certain choices. And it, it creates like this really safe space for, um, I mean, nobody likes it when another actor is like critiquing, but, but it creates like a fun atmosphere to play or for like open ideas. That's something open that ideas. I've never had before until I just did the Whistleblower's Dilemma with Mike Trzynski. Oh, and he's like the king of that,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, it was like, it was, we did our table read, so we read it all together. And then that was nice, just because we were able to be together, and I kind of got to understand, you know, how the cast dynamic was. And then I went home, and I did my own thing. I talked to Mike a little bit. I come back, and um, my character was was a little bit different. and Well, it was actually a lot different, mm-hmm. and um, and it also created this, this place where we could conversate, you know, Sarah and I could be like, oh... I think, you know, I think this line has this and she's like, oh yeah, I agree. I think that line shares that same dynamic or, or certain scenes. And we all got to talk about it. It was so fun.
1: It's so nice when you can like create that. It's almost like a playground. Yes. Like creating a playground where there aren't uh, limits or, mm-hmm. or barriers and uh, maybe boundary is the wrong word. Cause, cause I think a boundary is like a definition mm-hmm. like defining something is like a boundary, but, um, where we don't have to define something yet yeah. right where you can you can play with it first then decide wow, I
2: love that yeah
1: where we can place yeah. okay like so where are we going to put our boundary for like the actor like where's that and then as a character mm-hmm. and i remember for a show mike directed jesus christ superstar i think our first rehearsal it was it's really an, it's, it's such an ensemble piece mm-hmm. which is a different dynamic than the one person right but we all literally just it was, like, um, acting exercises where it's, like, creating is stuff going. together as mm-hmm. as many people, but as one unit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how does an ensemble act together as one person? You know, and I, I wonder, is that always maybe the goal, to, like, have everyone's voice come together just to I think it thing? should be, because yeah. we I think
2: even did that with, with Spring Awakening. We did, we did. I, yeah. That was my favorite part about Spring Awakening that I've actually been thinking about a lot lately, just because tis the season. Um maybe. But like how how we each individually created our own our own characters, especially being in the ensemble of that production, but also coming together and like making that beautiful tree, or yeah. or all coming together during Touch Me and making like this one beautiful sound and and picture and yeah.
1: It, I was in a production of Caucasian Chalk Circle mm-hmm. by Bertolt Brecht, and it was. He wrote in the 30s, 40s. It was like epic theater is what they called it. Um, and have you guys seen that show, Caucasian Chalk Circle? I'm familiar with it's it. It's one of those where it's like the, the ensemble, it's, it's an ensemble storytelling piece, but they all, act, again, act as a unit. Mm-hmm. But the creative process for it, again, it was so, I think or, organic is a really good word for it. Yeah. Because it comes from you. It has to, right? If it's going to be honest, or if you're going to believe it. And... But having that environment is crucial, because if that, if that environment's not there, then the creativity can get stifled, because then we're thinking about ego, we're thinking about ourselves, does it look good, does it look bad, you know, if we can just do it, and then take the feedback as, you know, not personal, mm-hmm. yeah. which can be hard to do as an actor sometimes, but... Oh, we yeah. say it's easy, but it, some it's not. No. You
2: know? that, like, that's why I just, that's why I made the point where I'm like, I may not always agree. <laughs> <laughs> I always accept it.
1: Oh, um. Definitely, yeah. And if you trust the director, and I do, you know, like with you, it's like, oh, but yeah, then I, I don't even question it.
4: Mm-hmm. Because
1: I trust and I already know where you are then. Mm-hmm. But it's so important to establish that relationship or at least the playground mm-hmm. or the playing space so that it feels safe to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: Yeah, creating an environment where, like, everyone can feel like their voice matters and contributes to the overall performance um, just leads, A, to a healthier environment in rehearsals, Mm -hmm. um, and B, Mm -hmm. it leads to better performances because people feel more relaxed, like, they feel more confident in what they're doing. And having fun. Yeah, they're having fun. That's that's the thing so many, I think, productions forget is that even if you're doing really serious work like The Crucible or, like, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Mm -hmm. Like, it can. St- it should be still boring. be fun. Yeah. Like if the actors aren't having fun, the audience is going to be bored out of their minds.
3: Call the play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a big the
1: Audiences <laughs> can feel if you're invested or not. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in it like 100, they'll know. Yeah. If you're checked out, even a little bit, they'll know. Oh, it, and... it
2: totally makes a difference in the in the energy they bring on stage. I oh. mean, like 110. Mm-hmm. percent If
3: it lacks energy, it is just like.
4: Yeah, put, put, put
3: <laughs> me to sleep now, please. Yeah. yeah, It's like when you're in the audience as a theater person yeah. and you are and you don't even know the person up there and you you know that they're forgetting a line just now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, that's the worst. And you no, can I tell a line has been no. dropped and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh God. Oh God, no. Um, Pick uh, it up. Pick no, I wasn't it. even going to say oh, anything. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just... was, approaching this project was interesting because as an actor, I... I don't rely on, but I use my physicality a lot, mm-hmm. especially like my face. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I like to yeah. use.
3: I'm the same way.
1: Yeah, and, and so translating that through voice
0: mm-hmm. is interesting. What what that... what's 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 been fun with this project is everyone I've worked with thus far. I've worked with solely in the context of theater. Mm-hmm. Like I'm treating all of these as like theatrical pieces, even though like voice acting is like a drastically different. Mm-hmm style of performance than, um, yeah. stage acting. And But mm-hmm. uh, everyone I've worked with so far is a stage actor, and I think it's, um, there are a few people who, <laughs> who struggle with the transition, but, like, <laughs> overall, it's been really cool to watch, um, stage actors engage with, like, just their voice and, like, how do I convey a performance solely through, like, this instrument. This well,
3: one. and I have to say... Sorry, no, uh, no. do you want to go first? No, go ahead. <laughs> that, like, sometimes... I feel like even during rehearsal processes, like, I feel I'm lacking a little bit, in a, a bit of energy because I'm not in my costume yet. And I don't feel like my character yet. Right. And then it's like when I have everything together and then all of a sudden it's like this whole ass fucking character that I knew was in there somewhere. It's yeah. just like all of a sudden there. And yeah. it's a whole new show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a whole, like, crisp, clean, like, there she is show. And so I feel like... It's that first
0: time you walk out on stage in costume and there's lights on. Yeah, your and table.
3: you're like, ooh, here she is. Like, uh, here, here's exactly what is supposed to be happening right now. And it's the I,
1: showtime moment. Yeah, I, I, I feel like jazz.
3: prepping your voice and only your voice, you have to, like, really imagine, like, who you are, like, as your character. Like, you have to, like, you're in costume. Like, you're in costume, you're you're on the stage and everything, like... Yeah,
1: that's that's why I would sit there, like, recording it. Crystals, uh, and I would like I'd, I'd have to play it out like physically too because um, I did it did as well.
2: It? I was like sitting at the edge of my seat, going like this, and I felt like you know you see those Disney, yes, videos, yes, those
3: yes. yeah, Pixar. I'm like thinking I'm Robin Williams and his little cube and yes, everything, and yes. he's like, yeah. And did yeah. you
1: do hear? You you see, uh, yeah. You hear? You taste? You see the facial expression through the audio? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah
2: hmm You can
0: hear a smile.
1: Yes.
2: You can hear a smile. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. I
1: remember you now being like, how do you want to do it? You asked, do you want to stand? You can sit if you want. You can do it, like, literally however you want it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, what would be, like, the most physically comfortable way for you to, exactly. to do it? You know what? You no. guys both elected to sit, which I thought was fine. <laughs> um, although I did both have you stand for screaming, because I think that... Yes. That'll like, yeah, that was that was be a better scream. Point.
2: It was was the scream and the physicality. At first, I was just like, I'm gonna stand and scream back here, mm-hmm. and then I needed a second to like get it together, and then I kind of did that physicality of like bending over and like screaming as if I had been hit, mm-hmm. you know, or or as if I was terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely um, the the voice acting um, is something that I really struggle with a lot as an actor. It's something that I hear like talk about, you know, watching your tiny self on the screen with the T-Rex arms. Now let's <laughs> talk about how, I, I don't have any facials because I'm that tiny, mm-hmm. so I hear my voice and I cringe a little bit inside, really? you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But but this was definitely a challenge and, and a good way to like realize uh, the power the voice has. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the, the power, the voice has to transform a character, transform a script. It's something that I also learned in my last show too, because I I played like a 50, 50 you know fifty five year old woman, and and I it was another one of those moments where I'm like the power of the voice is is there, like it it does have a lot more a lot more um, power. Mm-hmm. It has <laughs> a lot of influence. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I I'm. <laughs> as you might imagine, I'm somebody who's had to lower their register a lot, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, in, in roles, yeah. you know, because Adam, you know, I run higher, <laughs> usually, so if I'm, if I'm playing like a, uh, me too, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, if I'm playing like a heterosexual male, let's say, you know, that um, for, if whatever, if for some reason I get... I've played a lot of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they're a very prevalent role. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. But, Ooh. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just like,
1: <laughs> the power of even just lowering the register in forms of the physicality. Then mm-hmm. too. Yep. You 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 find that too? Oh yeah. The voice. Yeah. So, musicals are so
2: You fun. did it in Prescription Murder, also. And I, and I, that's, I, you are such. Oh, you're
0: uh, your Fleming voice. Yes.
2: Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about you, Adam. You inspire me so much as an actor. And I listen to the things and your techniques that you do. And it, it seriously does make a difference in the way that I perform as well. Oh, uh, abs- <laughs> I mean, you're the one who has the talent and the thought. And it, it's so, I mean, like, he talked about. Like, I listened to him talk about Fleming. I remember (laughs) the first day. It was the first time that we worked together, like, as as, uh, opposites. And I just... And I, you know, we had done shows, but we... This was the first time we were working super close. And I remember walking through with you and Eric the first day, and you were just talking about this backstory, and and you, you talked about... the the posture that you were going to stand because of X, Y, Z. And it was stuff that I didn't even, you know, I'm still, I mean, I've been acting for a while, but I'm still like a baby actor. I'm still young. Mm -hmm. And, And it was one of those moments where I was like, Oh my gosh, he has such a great point and like ever since you've done like uh, that's something that I keep in mind every <laughs> thank you uh, it's, thank you it's just something that I take notice in you as an actor and I admire so much and and even with listening to this I I think of it's almost like how would Adam approach this is the way that I like to approach scripts as well you know wow. what I mean that's oh, high oh praise <laughs> I love that <laughs> I don't know how to say that thank you I love you
1: Oh, I, uh, love you. <laughs> I I have fun doing it. Yeah. You know?
2: uh, it shows. For,
1: I wanted to ask about, uh, for your, the choices you were making for your Max, mm-hmm. um, you chose connection too, mm-hmm. yes? But it was so deep in your connections?
2: Yeah, I, I felt like um, Max kind of had this um, almost like self-deprecating, like, sense of humor, and, like, they didn't really, they didn't have any great aspirations, or they were just kind of, like, okay with existing. But
1: wanted to feel? Yeah. Yeah. And so okay. that's
2: kind of where that came from, to, to, like, deepen the friendships, to kind of, like, to kind of, like, give some sort of equ- <coughs> I a purpose tell. to existence. From
1: the, 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 and this is purely by how you sound, mm-hmm. from the very, like, how you sounded at the beginning <clears throat> and then to the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, mm-hmm. now your your motivation your wanting to deepen makes sense to me because I felt closer to Max you, as, you know, as as Max at the end of that because at first it was like okay, and that you like pulled me in, so it's interesting the way I was pulled in was like your motivation yeah. as the character itself.
2: Yeah, what how where did your Max come from?
1: I like, um, like I I decided I wanted to drawing the feelings of feeling isolated and like what isolation you do and then wanting, just wanting friends, like wanting the, just like the basics.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and how, like, I guess to punch that out, I wanted to make the voices so drastically different. I was gonna
2: say, how did, how, how do you feel like um, the relationship with Max and Max's Max, like where did that, like, do you think they had a relationship at all?
1: I think unintentional, well, on Max's part, I think it was unintentional, because what I tried to do was, as the story progressed and then by the end, I wanted there to be parts where each of them vo- like vocally started to f- kind of like merge into the other, because mm-hmm. th- we were asking the question, where does the actor stop and the character begin, or mm-hmm. does phrase look the right way? Right? Something along those lines. Yeah. And I wanted to, like, I want, because at first I wanted to drastically, like, have them be different. And as far as, like, how how I did that, I I don't want to say, I can dissociate very easily. But I can, in a weird way. But it's. I just.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pretending, like, nothing happened. (laughs) Cats are so funny.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) cute. She's like, don't "Don't, talk, don't I'm fine, I'm fine. (laughs) You okay? You good? Hey, sweetie. She's a little embarrassed. You're okay. I I wanted the, I wanted the voices to kind of fuse together mm-hmm. at, at the end, uh, so that we couldn't. Not I mean they were still different, but yeah. so that some words. As Max sounded like the other Max, or like some. I love
2: you know that you, you pointed of... that out because I did hear that, and I was wondering if it was intentional or not. Mm. And and I loved it, and I think that's why it felt like just as haunting. I, I mean, I texted him. I texted yeah. the group chat, yeah. right? and I was like, I was like, that was so haunting. Like it <laughs> gave me like it was one of those that gave me chills by the end of the the episode because I was just like, you're you they totally fused together. Yeah. yeah it was, it was. I mean, they were still different, mm-hmm. but you could definitely, it, it was that, like, cynical mockery of Max is Max, yeah.
1: It was so fun to play with the language, like, just, like, saying the words mm-hmm. my mouth, and I could hear it, too, back, and it was specifically, um, and they are the best seats. <laughs> that way there's there's just like something about that 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 character loved eating those words, you know it's so
0: what what so when I was first writing in the first place i the the whole premise is it's an actor playing a play within a play, um, and so for me, I had to make those sound drastically different, mm-hmm. and so the easiest out for me was to write this really kind of proverbial and like high English that like just lo- was like obsessed with like the way it sounded not what it was saying because right. so much of like the mountains <laughs> like so they much of like touch
2: the sky
0: <laughs> <laughs> where like there's so much of like what the character saying truly doesn't matter like it doesn't really mean anything but right. it sounds pretty you mm-hmm. know what i mean and like that's that was and so what i loved doing was giving myself the out of the having the character the actor be like this is kind of weird i know but anyway <laughs> like, it, it gave me it gave me a chance within the in the show to critique the show and acknowledge that yep. like yeah, yeah this is I, not how people talk i
1: bought into it when he dropped the character and went back to like i'm not really like yeah it's my first time acting yeah mm-hmm. i was like oh okay like, yeah i felt that same thing like, yeah. yeah you get to critique it. i again.
2: actually forgot that part and i and now i have to go back so uh let me introduce myself right,
1: right. hello <laughs> welcome, back. welcome back and okay. that um it was scary <gasps> towards the end where <gasps>
3: Ooh, all right so now just if it's bad it's bad okay you know what i mean and so don't just say it's good because you don't want to hurt my feelings okay no i won't so just yeah I and
0: won't. it's
3: more of a bread than a pie crust guys so that's it's, my I'd bad enjoy that. i
0: the right wrong kind of crust
3: this episode brought
0: to you by Sydney's Apple Pie.
1: <laughs> Woo! I don't consider myself a very ethical person, but I am fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gucci. <laughs> I love scary. I do too. I love. I don't like Eerie and creepy, and mm-hmm. like, there is something eerie about ghosts, mm-hmm. like like there's something just. It's like the being consumed by, by the end it's
0: mm-hmm. Be- being taken over by something that's not you. you.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. being taken over. But there's like this odd, sweet haunting comfort, but you, it feels uneasy. Mm-hmm. You know, by Max's Max. Mm-hmm. That's
2: like I yeah. kind of like thought youth pastor one, <laughs> mm-hmm. because I'm like, it's a sweet uneasiness where I'm like, I should trust you because you're this higher power but I don't for some reason That's sense. interesting
1: that you looked at it as a, like a higher power, interesting mm-hmm. all encompassing or within a theater space like within the space itself or like a more like omniscient presence
2: I kind of thought of it like kind of at not in not in a theater way but just like in a general mm-hmm. but I don't, didn't even really consider um, what it would be like what the higher power would look like Mm-hmm. Um, in the theater setting. That's interesting too. I, um, Ooh, that would be really cool. All of a sudden, like I see theater mask projections. The way that
1: I was looking at it, the way that I approached it in my mind was I guess that like anyone else messy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Was that this was like a thank you, like a universal ghost mm-hmm. that lives in the space where stories are told and like things are created and I've always found that fascinating by the way about stages in general or mm-hmm. spaces it's like I'm standing in a space where so much energy has been so much has happened and eyes have been here and things happened <clears throat> right where, like, where this is something that's always fascinated me
0: theaters are a really unique space in that they're almost like churches or like places of worship because they're not frequently attended mm-hmm. um, but they're attended at a specific time of day for a specific purpose and, um, and there's like and like... Energy focused. Yes, and it's the, yeah, and it's, it's, they share, um, not as much as they used to, but theaters used to be like a huge part of like the public space like Mm -hmm. back in the 19th century, it was like you you would go to church and theater, and those were like, those were your like outings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like uh, theater, theaters have always served a really unique space in our society and culture, and that, to me, has always been so fascinating too.
1: It, It is. And there's something to that about people coming together and focus and everybody is hopefully suspending their disbelief right so everybody's in this kind of altered state not like a a beta state but maybe mm-hmm. more of a like more in the receptive mode yeah and so i think there's something to that as far as energy is created or manifested and might that create some kind of entity or spirit or energy or Focus that could consume an actor. That's why I love yeah.
2: having these conversations because, like, it's things that um, it helps me like articulate like these thoughts that I have, or like you, even the question you just asked like Was it a higher being like in the theater, or was it a higher being like in general? And it mm-hmm. and it's one of those things that like I just I just feel or I just do as an actor, but mm-hmm. I can never. It's sometimes it's hard to actually articulate, and that's why I love so. having this conversation. So I can like, oh, like let let me, because when you articulate something, it can help you build off of it mm-hmm. And so of just like yeah. having that feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: That's why I ask questions is because I have all that going on, but I have to name it mm-hmm. for it to be real mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: there are so many times where I'll, I'll have like the start of an idea, and I'm like. I think I know what I'm trying to say, and, like, in the process of trying to voice it, I figure it out on the way. I'm like, oh, that's what I, that's what I wanted to say. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think that's, uh, that's important part of the process process, is, like, taking that internal voice and, like, putting it out into the world, because that's how, like, people, you can, like, if you hear yourself, you can, like, then, like, hear what you're saying, which (laughs) is, which which sounds dumb, but you you know what I mean? Pretty literal, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Also. I guess... If you had to answer now, after like going through this ghostlight experience, where would you say the character, wait, the actor?
0: The actor begins and the character ends.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, how, how would you speak to that? Or are you sitting? Is this a, it's a really interesting question. I, That's I thought a question a lot about that I it. was it's a philosophical a lot about question, about quite as frankly. Well. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot about it. Like ever since mm-hmm. I listened to the preview, I was like, "Yeah."
0: Because what we have, if we look at your two performances, is we have two different readings of the exact same script, yeah, give or take a paragraph and a couple words, mm-hmm. exact same, but they're drastically different um, in length. Um, they're yours is three minutes longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're different in feeling um they're different in pacing they're 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 different the whole way throughout there's like there's far more that's different than there is similar about the two other than the words that are being said um and that i think is a testament to because you are two entirely different people um so i think to answer the question of where the actor begins and the character ends is that it's basically the whole thing the actor is the character if they're doing, if they are living in the realm of that story, then they are that character. They are the
2: character. I feel like one of the better acting, uh, advice or some of the better acting advice that I've been given is, um, like whenever you approach a character, it's like how, um, like how would you personally react to this? Um, now Okay, now you have that in your mind. Um, now put yourself in the given circumstances. How would you react or how would you act? And so, I, I think it really is like I don't know if I feel like an actor can take a character, but a character is always an actor, mm-hmm. you know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Ooh, kiss it again. I like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like the, the, um, Actor is always the character, or I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that the actor is always the character, but the character doesn't always go
3: with the actor.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Or I said it reversed, but no, I think that's. I think that's. You it. said the actor can take a character, but the character is always the actor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The actor
1: can take a character, but the character is always the actor.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that.
0: This is part of why I changed the names from character and actor to Max and Max is Max is because yeah, <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's uh, confusing to say the words actor and character so, so back and forth so frequently because then the, yes. li- the line just gets blurred even within your own, and you're your own like, mind. You're like, wait, hold on. Which, <laughs> right? what's, which is which?
1: You have this ability as a, as a playwright to... I don't know how you do it. It's your Pisces magic. But <laughs> I, it is, though. Like, quite literally. Uh, I've seen your chart. Uh, you're able to create realities, <laughs> worlds within worlds, but that also, on some other level, kind of also actually exist. I don't know how to, you know Something what
3: I mean? Something that we did for Scrooge at Circa when Tom Wall Jasper directed it mm-hmm. is um, it was like a Nicholas Nickleby type of show for scrooge and it was like we were all actors like that's what our characters were like i was actor seven and i was actor seven and when i was there the whole entire show we were the show and so like before we were acting on stage we were as soon as we hopped out into the house we were actors, and so we were our characters, and I talked in this British accent the entire time, but it was the same, but because I was actor seven, like, this I was who my that. actor was. Yeah. But it was, I created that actor, and so that was my actor seven, and so if you're going to see that show again done the same way, you're going to see a different actor seven because it was, that's their actor, so, like, Tom was like, this is, you are creating these actors, like, you are creating... Who your actor like to, six to create
4: actor,
3: mm-hmm. to create so, the character? So, yeah, and so oh, it was really, really cool to do because it wasn't like this is who you are. It was your actor number seven and your actor number seven doing um, Mrs. Scratcher. You're doing, you are actor 11 doing Bob, you're actor 6, and like, it's like, and so you are these actors who then hop in to do these little characters, but then after you're not these characters, you are back to your actor, you're not Sydney. you're actor number 7, and so like, it was really neat, really...
1: The character's always the actor.
3: The character's always the actor.
1: Yeah. That is so... If you would come on... So, there were different people playing, so were there like two actor 7s, for example? No. Okay, but let's say there were right. It was like mm-hmm. running and rap or like two, like whatever. Um, you would see a completely different like piece mm-hmm. of at mm-hmm. the end, you mm-hmm. know, because of whatever actor they created yes. to create that character. Oh, it's a mind f but yes.
2: Yeah. It's another one of those things where it's like we're all on our own different worlds, but we're all on the same yeah. universe. Yes. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, we, we get so lost wavelength. in... Like, how, how
3: long have we been here? We could probably I'm af- I'm be another quite five I'm afraid
0: to Well, been, the
3: pie at least was in the oven for 45 minutes. We've been recording for almost two hours. <laughs> Whoa!
0: Oh. Yeah, hour 47 minutes <laughs> as of the moment.
3: It's so That's why I think there must be
1: something to it. <laughs> theater... There's something about it, and I maybe it goes back to the origin of like theater when they would perform it, uh, when Colosseums or like those little mm-hmm. um, I, this is horrible. I took the history, I can't even think of the words, but like it was kind of like a ritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, theater was ritual at one time, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. there's still something to that, yeah. It's like its mm-hmm. own energy, its own entity,
2: yeah. I, but I feel like it only runs through some people. It only
1: runs, yeah, only some, yeah. It
2: only some people get it. I agree. But I do, we kind of, did we talk about this? How like whenever um, you like see a person in theater, I, I feel like I've had this conversation a lot lately because I was just recently at a cocktail party and
3: um, mm.
2: there was some at my boss's house and there was a girl there and and uh Somehow, like we both of us beat around the bush that we're involved in the theater community, and then like, and then we were like, "Wait, you're a theater kid too?" And she's like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that instant bond, like that instant, like there's a oh, we get sim- each other. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, but it's only like something that like some people like. Only, I well I, I anybody can be a part of the community like it's it's open to everybody it's mm-hmm. everybody's very welcoming but I feel like there's few people that you can have like deep connection and have mm-hmm. these conversations
3: mm-hmm. with you know yes. what I mean
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah it's rare and it's so special when you find it
2: Oh
3: so special
1: because is you know like in theater or in performing in general yeah. it's hard to find people who aren't just about themselves you know yes yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, where, where they're interested in like what you're doing or like the choices you're making or where you can tell they're asking questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how you brought the thing about asking questions. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that's so important. I'm I'm naturally like inquisitive and a little nosy, but especially with <laughs> acting, I'm really yes. nosy with acting. Um, so, it's yeah, it's nice to find because you can trust the other mm-hmm. people and ask questions. And
3: because not- I feel like we're, uh, the I feel like the type of, like, certain people that you're talking about are, like, the people who celebrate all the victories yes. even the little victories within theater, that like mm-hmm. get very much overlooked mm-hmm. yeah. and instead of focusing on those main ones that you only want other people to celebrate for you it's like everyone's like no oh, these are really cool things and like i want all these actors to succeed in this way because it's like such a magical moment when these things like succeed yeah. and you want to like you yeah i mhm mm-hmm. and it's uh there are too too, too many that are like only want to celebrate their victories and they only want they only want other people to just notice that Hello, I want you to celebrate my victories. It's like, right. no, did you like see all the other little victories that just <laughs> happened to make this whole entire magical moment? Like, uh-huh. you, you, my dear, were not it. <laughs> yes. No, it, it was everything else that was happening. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. much
1: has to come together and be perfect for that moment to happen. Yeah, I, I'm, like thinking about six dance lessons and six weeks of show we just did. When I saw the crew, like or like the the people, like the the props, like Marsha, for example. Like I look at. Mm -hmm. production staffs because I get, like, jazzed up about them. Yes. Because I know that they're bringing something. Yeah. Like, that is its own art Because you can see a
3: script, yeah, whatever. You can see these things, yeah, whatever. But you can – and you can have, like, the skeletal, like, like, script. Right. And you're just like, whoa, like, you went from that to this, and I know not a lot of that was written in this. Like, you have so many of these, like, magical moments. That's why it's – oh, my God, like, watching all this progress – happen with disenchanted and then seeing these things on stage and then not like hearing the absolute like cheering that should be happening for these like little magical moments because i'm like guys do you even know what it took to get here? like seriously yeah. this is perfect this is, you better be clapping right now because yeah. this is like this is perfect like this is this is literally what we just built, up to you guys come on come on come on, come on. like get the yeah. moment now because like we're all over here we just studied this moment we're like oh, crap this is the moment yeah and then others. Uh, like, straight <laughs> over people's heads sometimes, and you're like, oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. If only you got it, you'd just be blown away right now. Like, yeah. these, like, little things. Oh my god, it's it's awesome though. Like even when you have audiences that can like completely miss it, you still even as the team, you're all like, we got it, yeah, yeah. we got it. It's like even if they dirty. didn't get it, we got it. Like uh, we got it, and we can we can all celebrate the fact that like we made that magic mo- happen, even if the, all these people are like, I don't believe in magic. It, I didn't exactly. Do very yeah. like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And yeah. it happened up there, and we're all like,
1: woo! And that's interesting. That you said, does it feel nowadays, um, like I don't know, post COVID, that we're that we're performing now for, for people who have stopped leaving, magic.
3: Alex and I all the time talk about how people are like, right now I feel like you just have to spell out some fucking things within a script for people to be to, like, oh yeah, I liked that, I enjoyed that. Like, for them to even think something. Like, too many times you have to literally spell it out, like, this is what I mean, this is, if you're not reading between the lines, this is what I mean. Like, you shouldn't have to do that, you should this is the whole thing about playing is it's like very right. it's a, it's imaginative like you you are imagining all these things like oh my god i wonder what happened that's the thing you need to be leaving wondering what happened because not all these stories need to like end with a, a period exactly. like all of the like the end like these are not like <laughs> you don't get that you you go and you're like oh, wow. you want to get lost in this moment because it's a moment like this yes. whole entire show is a moment like and so it's you're like moment wow, do you remember that time that I, what I was literally living for, like, two hours within this world? Like, yeah. like that's, that's what I feel like a play is. What, like, you're what, literally playing.
0: What's so powerful about theater and so many productions miss out on is, like, theater is, like, a communal, imagined experience. Yeah. Because, like, if you're watching, like, their time, for example, it's Jesse and Alexa playing, like, 20 different characters each and you buy every single one of those characters and like even though like their costume isn't changing nothing is changing about them you're like oh yeah that's like an 18 year old kid oh yeah that's like a 64 year old woman and like the whole audience just accepts that it's mm-hmm. just so like, cool. and like yeah, it's absolutely. it's that it's the it's the power of imagination and there's so many shows that like i love it. And i shouldn't even say shows because it's also i think on a part of the audience is that there's some audience who's just like they don't want to like in the work <laughs> of yeah. imagining they just yeah. want to like see what everything exactly yeah. as it is well, um, which is something that playcrafters yeah. I don't know how much anymore because I haven't seen a the show there in forever but um in the past like playcrafters all their shows had to be like fully realized like every prop had to be like there that mm-hmm. the audience could see you holding this, this prop this teacup whatever yeah. like everything had to be just literal cool. there was like no like the whole point
3: of theater is to get away from the literal world and to go in and forget about everything. So just like that, the play
1: says, yeah. Like yeah. that's uh,
3: that's uh, the whole reason that you go to a theater is because you want to escape the literal world around you, so you can just just
1: and two just, yeah. melt as a, as melt audience, within the world. You're escaping the world. your world, and you and you're finding yourself in like another world, right? Because we see ourselves in in the people or the art and it's interesting because that's really how it pulls me out of my own world and i can Mm -hmm. really if 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 like if a play could do that if a production can really pull me out of my own world so i'm not the actor sitting in the audience being like oh i see how that happened or i wonder how Mm -hmm. what's going on there that they've really done their job so
3: seriously like, like
1: i could really enjoy myself at disenchanted like i had a great time i have to tell you i and get
3: lost in the characters like and so
1: did we You know? yeah like
3: it doesn't feel like i am putting on a show it feels like i i am i am belle going in, insane i am i'm a little mermaid just really just walking on stage at that point she's just right. she's just there um And uh, like I, I very much feel like I hate capitalism. When I am Rapunzel, I'm very much like fuck you guys, stop buying my merchandise. I'm not getting none of it. Like (laughs) I really, like I really do. I don't feel like I am a character at that point, or like uh, acting. You know what I mean? Like
1: question for you, for both of you, um. And for you, it would be like the monologue at the end, like when you're jumping in between like the guy who hit the car, mm-hmm. the, the medic, mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. Uh, all those people. And then for you, like when you're having to jump between those three different characters who are so very different, mm-hmm. completely different people. You know what I mean? Like wh- as an actor, what's that? How do you, cause you both do it honestly and authentically. How do you do that for like, what's your process? Like wh- what goes through your mind?
3: I think because I've worked with so many people who have always brought up the question of who is your character. Like, clearly you have all these lines on the pages, but, like, behind the lines and, like, when the book is closed, like, who is your character? And... I, and it's nice in my case that, like, I have these iconic Disney characters who you know the stories within and without because it's uh, these iconic Disney characters that you're always going to know, mm. but then you have to put yourself in the their shoes in the year of 2021 and see, like, I mean... Would I want to give up literally having a whole ass fucking mermaid fin just for a guy that I never even met, but I just thought he was on a ship and I was like, oh my God, what a fucking cutie. And (laughs) I'm I'm going to get my legs and just give up my entire life. I mean, like, and then that me as the actor, I have to be all like, no, I would be like pissed. Like, I want, I wanted to be a mermaid. What are you talking about? (laughs) And then I'm going to give up this fin for, for legs. (laughs) I know what my legs are fuck these things. I want a mermaid tail. And so me, I feel like as Sydney, I'm making the acting choice to be like, no, this is stupid. I hate shaving my legs twice a week and like being annoyed and everything. And I I also like, I feel like it's easy because I I feel like I feel for the characters at that point. So
1: you're, so by that time you can like, actually identify with something yeah. that you're feeling.
3: Like, when I walk on stage as Rapunzel, like, because right before that I'm in my Little Mermaid costume, which at that point I feel like I'm just kind of go-free. Like, I mean, I gave up my fan. Might as well just go with the party. And, like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, all these things. But Rapunzel, I, I feel very powerful when I am Rapunzel and I have that badass fucking costume on and, and I mean, that heavy-ass, beautiful, iconic wig. And I just... I don't know, I feel very powerful and I have a statement and I feel like Rapunzel needs her her statement to be said and I feel like I am her voice and I have to be loud about it and I uh, like she has she has really a message and she's not saying it to whisper it and like she so I feel like I am doing yeah. these characters they're what was meant to be like i I am I'm carrying on their message because that's what they want me to do. I love uh, it. it I love that It's like it's like the strategy is
1: like an emotional for you mm-hmm. How about you?
3: I feel like with with this one specifically
2: jumping between the characters I wanted to like keep it within like Max yeah. and so it was more like like what did it sound like to Max and then um and then yeah I guess it was just like what what is Max really hearing and so like it's almost like I had this out not out of body quite but it's but it's like there's a voice that my character would hear and this is just how it's coming out because mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing. If I was in that situation, like I put myself there.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, what I thought was interesting about both of your performances is that to me, Adam's different max and max, max and max as max. There we go. Um, to me felt like two distinct entities Whereas um, Cassidy, through your performance, I felt like everything was filtered through Max. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, I connected with that that choice because um, Sydney and I were talking back afterwards and we were like trying to figure out, what we are like, I was like, which one do you like more? And Sydney was like, well, I like Adam's more. And I was like, and I was like, really? Because I kind of like Cassidy's more. And so like <laughs> even between the two of us, like yeah. we didn't have like an agreement on like which one like resonated with us more. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, the thing that I resonated more with was like, that seeing everything through the filter of Max like mm-hmm. I really connected with your Max mm-hmm. um, which so is not what Sydney connected with Sydney you connected with the, um, the, the Max as Max like mm-hmm. the um, Adams uh, performance yeah. how did you put it
3: I don't know I just I liked how different they were. No, I loved mm-hmm. that also. But I also like how I kind of got lost within who was who because that's the point is when does the character stop yeah. and the actor begin? Mm-hmm. And with yours, it was, like, they meshed together at the end because I could, like, feel your transition of you going into you. (laughs) And, like, I really liked that. But I loved that at the beginning, like, because at the beginning, you are now the actor as the character. And so, like, where the heck do you... Because I liked when I was like, oh, shit, she stopped. And if I wouldn't have listened to yours first, I don't think I would have realized Mm -hmm. the times that you were Max and you were Max as Max. Yeah. And so I i liked the way i listened to them like in the order that i did yeah but i liked not that i i don't even know that i liked yours more i just liked how different i guess they yeah. were yeah,
0: and, and maybe yeah, when i better. maybe when yeah. i said um like liked better that that might have been the wrong way to phrase it but like i don't know what you mean, yeah. but, but like so, so different that, different like, pieces resonates. resonate differently yes. with different people yeah and yeah. with with the podcast every single audience is and an audience of one yes. yeah
2: intentions don't always sit well with other people and mm-hmm. i'm glad that that translated that cuz when i was doing max's max that was like the first thing that i thought of was like this i mean this is a higher power but it's also max like it's mm-hmm. still max right. so like if this was my first time performing and like this is how an actor this is how an actor or this is how people feel like actors perform or this Mm -hmm. is how people or this is how a performer performs almost Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i thought of when i was when i was um doing max's Max's, max is interesting is is that like like almost not quite a puppeteer because i think that I still believe that like Max is Max is this like like higher power being, but it is being orchestrated and it is mm-hmm. to your point being filtered through Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so confusing. What, no, yeah. Just imagine <laughs> I'm if sure we're, that didn't we're, make any just, sense. No, no, no <laughs> I, it makes
0: it so, Just imagine if we were referring to them as actor and character, how I much know. more lost we would I be. I know, right? Um, What's
2: funny is that
1: like I almost took the same approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Like filtering it through. I, only only thing I. The different was just the level of mm-hmm. how much was filtered through mm-hmm. but I still yeah I feel like I came out of I loved I of.
2: loved your your like distinction between max is max is max or max is max versus max and and again your snooty like, voice
0: is so good <laughs> it's so good
2: and we talked about this before and you just said it but that like that point where you transition together is so good I love that, yeah yeah so good
1: it's written really well
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, again too we got that honest direction from you you yeah. know what i mean like so it it did change it
4: mm-hmm.
3: i just think about how cool like it would be to just like always have the play right there to be like mm-hmm. no this is what i meant <laughs> like because i mean how many times do you read a script and you're all like oh, i mean like I could just what does I could do it. Mean? Yeah, <laughs> and you could have the pair of you like, well, when I was writing it, this is what I meant. But now, I mean, however many years later, it goes from writing it to them doing it again and being like, well, I meant it this way this time. But honestly, if I were doing it now, like I would want it to mm-hmm. be like this. Like I don't know. Like
1: I liked the moments that we were able to talk about the dialogue. And there were certain things like, ooh, try like, try this, you know, and see how it it plays. Mm-hmm. Or like. Mm-hmm. I love that just for three seconds, and I allowed three seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet it came from you and like ha- having me like play with the words. That was really fun to like to realize what you wanted to, like what you intended. Mm-hmm. Hopefully,
0: well for me, I don't even know what what I might have intended in the first place because I wrote this over six years ago at this point. Like yeah. my, I, I think I said this to one of you. My intention is long lost at this point. I don't remember why no, 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 no. why I wrote this the way I wrote it. Just yeah. because like when i get in the when i get in the zone of writing, i'm not fully conscious of what i'm doing half the time i'm just like clack, 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 clack. He honestly like something up. like
3: takes, yeah. like, takes yeah. over yeah. you right yeah, yeah.
0: if you, if you guys have seen the the movie soul by pixar where like <gasps> they like have them going into like the zone and they it's really like they really do that in
3: such a way is that is, like perfect yeah. because like i feel the same exact way when i am doing puzzles like, Enjoy. I I could straight up sit, and I have, sit in front of that puzzle board for, like, six hours and do a puzzle. And I didn't know six hours went by because I've just been in the motherfucking zone yes. doing this puzzle. And when I'm singing and when I'm, like, on stage and, like, it hits that sweet spot during this act, we're like, oh, my God. Like, I just, like, and, I, and then I get off stage and I'm like, oh, like. It's <laughs> almost like a
1: meditation. It yeah. is.
3: Like, I just. I, my whole body is like no this is you know exactly what you're doing you know exactly what this is and like you go off stage and you're like quite frankly I don't remember making any of the choices I did like they just happened like because it's just like that flow <laughs> and watching him write it'll be and it, his flow could last for like three days long like <laughs> I, I'll like talk to him like it was a couple
0: weekend, weekends ago that I wrote a whole show in a weekend like I was at my computer like the whole weekend and I wrote like 90% of the show yeah. 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 yeah yeah
1: yeah it created oh um, yeah it <laughs>
3: he does he just that was also part out, of the reason this was delayed happens. is
0: because like an idea struck me and I was like I
1: you have to do it I, I can't my
0: not my favorite moments like,
3: are when he's like hold on
1: uh-huh.
3: I have a really good idea for a, for a line yeah okay
1: does it ever feel like there's a and this is kind of border on the spiritual a little bit but does it ever feel like there's something larger artistically like speaking through you or like you're like you're... the the
0: way I describe it is when I'm like really in the zone, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like I'm writing because that same sounds like a conscious act of effort. Yeah. It's almost like I'm taking diction. Yeah, it's almost just like you're
1: like completely 100% it's, in it's receptive
0: that, mode. It's that I'm like fully listening to my inner voice and just like trusting my instinct. And like most of the time, my instinct is taking me where I need to go in the story. Like yeah. it's it's. Like, there are so... I can't count the number of times where, like, someone has been, like, oh, it's really cool that you did, like, this, and they, like, point to a thing, and it's, like, so specific, and it's, like, how I, like, reuse this phrase, like, ten pages apart, and I'm, like... Oh. Oh. (laughs) Like, that wasn't, like, a conscious effort on my part, but, like, that's just, like, I will get in the zone for that, like, long period of time, Mm -hmm. and, like, I... It's it's not even like a conscious effort on my part, but it's just like yeah, that listening to that internal voice and just like trusting it. Um, yeah, it's to me I described it as like taking diction. Like I'm just like hearing something. I'm like okay, yeah, that's good, that's good, mm-hmm. that's good, that's good. And then eventually the voice will just stop, and that's the brick wall where I'm like, okay, I'm done for the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I and I, so so that's the way it works for me.
1: Now, to go a step further, have any of you ever felt? When you're like, when you're in that zone, or whether it be like something higher than you is speaking through you, but like communicating through you, and you're in it. Have you ever gotten lost there? I I have one time. <laughs> you if, you, um, if you've ever gone there and then suddenly you lose, mm, kind of yeah. It's like you you do get lost there.
0: And for for me, it's almost like. I think I kind of know what you're talking about. It's almost like you're just like in a wavelength, and you're a groove, and you're just like, you're just grooving along. And I don't know how else to describe it other than that. Um,
2: like you exist in that phase, is what you're asking. Well, like Not phase. When like acting, like I, I, always,
1: I always keep a small degree of of Adam
2: mm-hmm.
1: conscious because he has to be as a storyteller, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was like that moment where that part went away. And then suddenly, I, I think for me, because my authority is like, I'm always emotional. Mm-hmm. So I go there, it's like, for me, I would get lost in like a wave of emotion, let's say. Um, but then suddenly it's like, you don't have that 10% of Adam there to like, move, like <laughs> bring you back in or like, to to kind of, like, notice that you've been doing it. Yeah,
0: wh- when I'm, like, really in the zone, Sydney's right. it's like I'm blacked out. Like, I, she will say entire sentences um, to me and nothing. Yeah, and absolutely the... nothing. He
3: might make noise back. <laughs> but even that... if I ask him about the noise that he made, he's like, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot. Where she'll, like, ask a question, and I'll, like, make a noise, and she'll be like, so that's good? I'm like, huh? What? <laughs> and then... <laughs>
1: I think it's in those moments that we trust ourselves the most because we're offering absolutely no resistance Mm -hmm. to anything outside of us. Mm -hmm. And so we can be in the receptive mode completely, which is why there's that trust and that flow. And that's why I see it. Like, you know, we we think we can control certain things, but really that's not. You're just pushing something away. Mm -hmm. Um, When you can pull everything in and be completely receptive, it's so nice to get lost in that flow. But then... You have to trust the people you're working with, right? Because then you can very easily fall into their wave, their emotional yeah. wave. Yes. And you can take almost take it on and adopt it. Um, and it's not yours. Specifically
3: but... with Rapunzel and an audience participation number.
1: There we go. Yeah. yeah.
3: There are sometimes I'm like, am I German? <laughs> 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 because sometimes I'm like... There was no Sydney in there at all. That was all Rapunzel. And then I'm like, where'd Rapunzel come from, Sydney? Um, right? that's a cute little circle there. It's like Black Swan. It's
1: like, <laughs>
3: but, <laughs> but yeah, but sometimes the audience also takes you out of it, yep. which is, yeah, upsetting. And oh, audience participation is so difficult. I yeah. I wonder
1: if they realize that they play. as a they don't, because like I said, no. it goes
3: right over their head. If it's not spelled out for them, even when it is spelled yeah. out for them, they're like, "Was I supposed? I mean, I didn't like. Was I supposed to be?" Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You were.
1: Audiences. Do you think audiences have gotten lazier, because of cinema, or uh, because of just culture?
2: Ooh, cinema. Interesting. Hmm.
1: I don't know that
0: I have a frame of reference because, relatively speaking. I mean, I've only been experienced audiences for 10 years. I don't know over the course of that 10 years I've noticed a change, but Same. I also don't know that I've been paying enough attention over the course of those 10 years. I just think.
1: I don't, I don't think Roll the Riff yet's really. It might. I, I think it <laughs>
0: might even be like a regional thing, because I think it's yeah. in particular, quad city audiences just really don't. Get it. Fuck with thinky shows. Like, they don't shows get where it. you have to come and think. Like, that's why, like, musicals always do really well, because musicals most Literally of the time so, yeah. aren't really tackling anything of like significant and also, importance they It's really
3: kind of slap you in the face with clap now the song's over yeah and then you get you,
0: a, you get a button and everything like you get and, it's always yeah. A button. yeah
3: that's why it's like those little magical moments that you know you made happen and there's like no way it would have happened without you guys. It's like uh, damn you didn't clap there like the are you paying the attention the like you're part of it. did oh. you hear that monologue? Did you hear that like whoa bam of a phrase that she said to him right before she left? Like, like I'm a i am feel like I'm the only like sometimes I feel like I'm the only like person in the audience that goes to theater and like because I'm I like hung up
2: on theater etiquette too. That's oh, a thing. Oh my also. gosh. That is really annoying. I, I but I feel like also to your point talking about um um you know, on, audiences getting lazier, I feel like and I don't. I feel, I hope it's not me as an audience, or I. I hope I'm not. I mean, Matt and I always have a good time whenever we go see shows together. We are <laughs> and hollering, we're <or> so <laughs> Bless you. But but like, me. even like we went to Chicago about a month ago, and we saw a couple comedy shows, and I've seen a few shows since then in general. And I feel like audiences are getting like quieter, or not. And I don't know. Sometimes. I think it could go either way like maybe they're quieter because they're thinking. I I don't know, but that that's a good observation that you made or I'm sorry a good um point that you made that audiences could be getting lazier. Cuz even like at the comedy shows I went to they're like Are you- are you guys here right now? Yeah.
3: <laughs> what I've learned from, like, bootlegging and, like, yeah. having all these people come up after the show and, like, right before they leave, they're all like, we had a great time, good job. And it's like, are you sure? I didn't hear you laugh at all. Like, yeah. thanks for saying you had a great time, but can you, like, let us know next time? Like, I feel like sometimes they're not sure if they're allowed to. Yeah. Or, because, I mean, like, I've always heard, like, it's a theater, you got to be quiet in the theater. And it's like... Well, no, because we kind of thrive on your reactions, and you are definitely a part of the show. Like, yes, we're doing the same show over and over, but every show is not the same. It's like Monsters
2: and Inc. The, like the screams. Oh my it's god! Like audience oh, yeah. participation is like, what gives us energy. I
3: we shouldn't have to have. I mean, if we have to, we have to have a have a sign with light up that says applause oh. or ah or you know like do something because like that's that's the the thing about theater is that you're playing and Mm -hmm. so you you're you're laughing and you're crying and you're and you're doing all these things because you're imagining all these things like this is you're you're putting on a show like (laughs) so
0: From, from from a historical perspective things have absolutely shifted um because in the 19th century like it was standing practice that police would not go and break up any fights that broke out at a theater, because like that was like its own space oh where like people were allowed to like <gasps> do what they should. With the- Shakespeare theater, theater, yeah. Oh. Very and so like that was just like a standing practice until a bunch of riots in the mid nineteenth century put an end to that. Um, the fires. Yeah, <laughs> the- that's a wild story, but that's yeah. a whole other thing. Um... But it used to be standing practice that like that was like the theater is the place where you could go and be like loud and boorish of like they were doing a shitty job. You could be like, boo! Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, like, <laughs> yeah.
3: like that was like
0: like that was like that was just like a part of the kit part of the parcel. Um, but we was, so like from a more historical perspective, we have absolutely shifted because like I don't I can't think of a time I've ever heard an audience like. Boo. <laughs> right?
3: Now, we've had this there, during the run of Disenchanted. There was a night, and oh my god, I literally was just cracking up backstage. There is a part at the end where um she tells Sleeping Beauty because you just don't fit in. And uh, she's like I want to do my song. She was she was like I just don't understand why we can't fit in my song. She's like because you just don't fit in and uh, and that and you know it's like uh-uh. okay. So this audience they had been drinking. Everyone was like so connected with this show <laughs> and because you just don't fit in. <gasps> <gasps>
4: <Boo!
3: laughs> and I'm like sitting backstage waiting, you know, for her to do her song for them to me, and then coming for this uh-uh. And I hear all of the I mean the whole boo <laughs> and I was like What Whoa. the hell is, is going so on out there? They were just they were they're like anyway we you lately like, they're just like they were so for her character that oh. they were actively booing Snow White and like <laughs> Kim, she's like simmer down she was like okay and so at that point she took it as the choice of the actor to instead of go, you know, like I think that, your song would fit perfectly right here. Like, what do you think? She'd no. said, I think your song would fit perfectly right here. What do you think? And she, like, t- turned to the audience. They were like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! And so they, like, they were, like, actively cheering like, the characters on. Like, it was, like, a total, like, they were they were there in that moment. They were like, boo! Yeah! I like, immediately. It's, so. almost,
1: it's interesting, too, that they had to get themselves in an inebriated state mm-hmm. to let their guard down to be that receptive yeah. to buy into it that much to get that invested.
3: Because I mean, not to, you know, bring in the little prince, the story of the little prince, but like people lose their imagination and they like see the world in a whole different way. And it's like, mm-hmm. you need to put your, like self in the, I'm in a magical theater right now that is going to transport me into a totally different world than it is right now in mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. And I'm about to be a part of the story. I need to be here for this story. I'm, I can't think about what's going on over here because I need to be totally invested in the story for me to be just transported into this world. Right. And I, I feel like if people could go into theater knowing that, I feel like they would, they wouldn't even have to think about like, should I clap here or not? They would want, they would just be like, oh my God. Or they would mm-hmm. just be sobbing mm-hmm. or yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I love when audiences lose themselves in that. You, you can tell by, yes. it's just because they're reacting when they, yes. When I mean, they are. Yeah.
0: They, the the I, absolute I, best thing in the world is when there's a play and it's like the middle of a scene and like there's an applause break for like something that happens yes. and like the lights don't go down or like anything. It's just like something connects perfectly and like the audience claps. That's the best oh, feeling in the world. Because so you okay. know you earned that applause. Yes. It's uh, not like 100%. musicals were like they could fuck up the number and like you still hear that button and you're like,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> like,
0: you know what I mean? Like. I love it.
1: Acting scene, something happens, and there's an applause. Yeah, that's
0: that's that's the absolute best
3: little magic that you're like. And and the, I I mean I'm saying that's what you live for those like little moments that like are far and few between no, that's that what you not only for. you 100 percent and then the audience connects with that little magic moment that like I feel everyone like all gets should over start their serving alcohol that, and and
2: other things so that people lose their inhibitions and they just start like letting it happen yeah.
1: <laughs> just that you're right. um just that one moment right mm-hmm. it's like it's enough right if you can just it get really that one is. Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's worth it. It's
0: the rush. Yeah. <laughs> then you're chasing that high forever. Because
3: not only are yes. you always feeling yes. that rush <laughs> each night you're going on stage, but you know that for a split second the people who have never understood the rush of theater, they understood the rush of theater in their own way. Not even in the way that you know it, but yeah. they understood for like that one moment they're all like, this entire time that I've been telling everyone about that I've been rehearsing for months on end this is what the magic is and they're all like yes I got, I got it for one second yeah. uh, and you're like at least you got it for one second like it's those moments that you have to just celebrate every yes. time <laughs> yes.
4: it's
1: so cool when you get audiences who really did listen to the story yep. and that it affected them in some way and they let you know mm-hmm. I Always appreciate that. Yes. You know, I love to hear that kind of feedback.
3: Because, yes, even though that audience was drinking, the whole thing of the story is we have all fallen under the princess complex, and everyone is perfect in their own way. It's not just this little princess storybook. Image of perfect. It's you are literally perfect, no matter what you are. You are perfect because of X Y Z. And it was at that moment I was like, well, you just don't fit in. Snow White, this you boo. Like right. we've been talking about this whole show that everyone's perfect. 100%. So like they were literally like, what are you doing? And yeah. so like they connected. They connected, and they showed us that they connected. They were yeah. like, boo! <laughs> and they
1: invested in that character Oh yeah. about.
3: The oh my that, God, you know? to care enough to enough to boo Snow White. <laughs>
1: There was a line in Six Dance Lessons. Now
3: I'm going to get my audience to boo. Yes!
1: Yeah. There was a line, uh, the, me and the uh, actress are arguing, and something I, I, I explained to her how my mother died, and then we get into an argument, right? I'm like, oh, it's a good thing your imaginary husband didn't hear that. And she goes, the only reason I got dressed is because you almost annoyed me to death. In fact, did they check your mother's birth certificate? Maybe that's the real reason she died. And the audience all went... Oh! It was like this, it wasn't a boo, but it was like a, it was a loud, largest reaction I've seen, and of this type, like, oh, like, they were all with me on that, you know, and in the scene, I'm kind of obnoxious, so you Mm -hmm. wouldn't think that they would be, but they were, and we talked about it afterwards, it didn't happen again like that, but it was beautiful, for that one moment, Mm -hmm. it was like a benefit Where everybody
2: took a breath at the same time. Yes. I love that in another way as well where it's, like, you hit a moment so hard, like, especially uh, when you get into, like, fight scenes or, like, overcoming scenes. Like, the one that comes to mind is me playing Emily Webb in their town, and it was that moment that Ethan and I hit our highest points, and then I said, you know, no, and then it was that silence. Mm Mm-hmm. That where was, like you could literally hear the pin drop. That was the slap. Yes. In in
3: some girls.
1: Yes. Oh, was it? We
3: oh, slapped, and then it was that same yeah. silence.
1: Because I, you don't even really see it coming.
3: Because and because it was such a buildup. It was like we were speaking, but nothing was being heard. And mm. it was like this was the last resort, and it was just this like bone numbing mm. slap to the face that just said more than words could. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so the audience heard it like yeah. they they heard the unspoken like it, heard yeah. everything yeah it,
2: it's that moment where like and I feel like you can always tell like you can definitely tell in in that moment of silence whether or not an audience is with you yeah you whole, it's, it. it's yeah. the yeah. moment yeah. where everybody where we in in six dance lessons it was they they audi- audibly let a gasp out mm-hmm. but or like an oh but but it's also when they like all hold their breath at the same time. Mm-hmm. You can feel that it's mm-hmm. like it's. You can feel the air or like it's sucked a, Like an amazing feeling, yes. like, and it's one of those moments too, where like you look at your scene partner, or you, or you're with your your community of of actors on stage and you're you all feel it at the same time and you're all like almost lost in that moment Mm -hmm. like I remember just like looking into Ethan's eyes and we both were like feeling the same thing because we were just there like Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. were not ourselves we were we were our characters it was It's It's, a beautiful moment. So, like, talk about special moments.
3: Yeah. There were moments in Catch Me If You Can where, like, when he would have to break Brenda's heart and... Say that he and like put that suitcase on the bed, and I would. Uh, it was it was yeah. Brenda looking at Frank. It wasn't like Sydney looking at Adam in some moments. Like he and there would be moments like that. I and I would be so proud because Mike would always Mike Trzynski. He would always talk to me would be like these are the moments, and I'd be like if you start for show I'm like I was almost there, and he was like I know you were almost there. I could tell, and there were moments like after the show, I'd be like. I don't like I'd be all like, I cried as Brenda, and he was like, I know, I could tell. He was like, that was like beautiful. Because oh, there would so be moments where, like, Frank way. would just break my heart. Like he would yeah. just break Brenda's heart, and then like that, the fly fly away would just be it's just so oh, I love freaking. That song. Oh my god! Like those were moments where I would get lost. Beautiful. Yeah, where it would just simply be Brenda. Yeah. Those
1: moments are are so worth it. Oh. You
3: know,
1: they oh are. yeah because
3: even if the audience doesn't get it your whole body is just in your zone and yeah. it's like you and it, it feels as if you could have zero people watching you like it's just you're at that moment where it's like you're not even doing it for anyone like it, there it really could not be an audience out there and you're just like you're just simply like floating because
1: it's almost like you're realizing in real, in real time like I just had like one of the most honest moments
3: mm-hmm.
1: of my life yeah you know? in, the, in those moments it's like. I was the most honest I could be.
2: Alex and I, we talked about in our episode or in our rehearsal. We talked about um, how how it was when we were writing the monologue because it was like because Max wanted to find friends and he's like they complain about it a lot. They complain about theater a lot, but I mean they seem like they're having a good time. And then we got into the conversation how nobody talks shit about theater like theater people talk shit about theater. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. And so true. It's so true. And it's it's those moments that like, make up for all the bullshit. Yeah.
0: And there is so much overwhelming bullshit. Almost on every single show that you have to wade through to get to those moments. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's rare oh that I have a show that, like, I'm like, God, that was such a fun and easy process. Like, most of the time I'm like, get me the fuck out of I here. Have tell get you me that to closing. I'm having my cute
3: little, like, uh, Cloud Nine moment over here with Disenchanted that, like, this entire process hasn't been a freaking wart on my thumb, like right. it. The entire thing, like I haven't had a sour experience this entire time. Oh, so but awesome. that is it's my great. once in a lifetime moment where my director, my music director, my choreographer, like everyone was on the same page, and it was a beautiful gold-lined silk like page that is just now going to be framed. Like it's just like yeah. a wonderful experience, and God bless, I'm having that now because I know that it's not going to happen again. <laughs>
1: right. It's so beautiful when the right group of people come together oh
3: my god Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you have any shows that stick out in your mind that you kind of have that like that like oh that was perfect like i would not have like almost like a dream
3: like you still just can't believe
1: yeah i do um oh god i'd have to think on that Uh, (laughs) i feel
3: like i
2: almost had it once but i I, angels in america angels what was that
1: i was it was an undergrad uh Nebraska Wesleyan University. Mm. Uh, we did part one and part two in rep, Bold. so three hours and three hours. Oh, yeah. So it's a six-hour thing yeah. when you put it all together. But I, I, I wanted to play prior so bad, and I got the part. And oh I was my God. so oh, you were prior? Shut yeah. up. It was. That was, i It was magic. I'll never forget that experience because, like, we came in. Every everyone came in off book. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to play from there. <gasps> oh,
4: that's, I love that's the that! Best. Yeah,
1: and, and that coming off book, for, like you had a six-hour show completely memorized, uh, the words. You know what I mean. So at that point, like literally, we were all creating and playing, experimenting, and then going off on our own and doing exercises to kind mm. of like work on scenes and finding the most honest moments we could. It was like. A, I could cry thinking about it, you know?
3: It was just that special. Because imagine walking into a space where every single person is so creative that, like, even if bad ideas are said, it's not even a uh, bump in the road.
1: Yeah. It just, no one can, no it's one takes it just
3: a, like, a building of creativity. As soon as you walk and you can just feel the creativity in the air, and time just goes by, and then all of a sudden you're done with the day, and then you go back. I mean, it's like, you just, it, you get lost and cause it's not a drag. Like there right. are moments in rehearsals where you're just like, "Oh my fucking
4: god!" Like mm-hmm.
3: twenty more minutes and we're gonna take a ton. <laughs> like, like I've like you just you go in and you're like, "That was the most just so much progress within a rehearsal." That yeah yeah, uh, yeah it just is magic. It literally is just magic in a building.
1: That's why it's so. That's why I've never gotten stage fright because. Uh, which is weird to say, right? Because I know, like, everybody has stage fright to, to some degree, you know? But, like, I've never had it because I was, I think because I, when I was younger, I, I think a director told me, if, if, Adam, if you're nervous, you're making it all about yourself. And I was like, no. I mean, you're right. That's
0: I a great know. way to put it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've never I've, heard that before. That's...
1: I, true. I like that. And so I tell myself now, I mean, so I, that's, I indoctrinated that, like, mm-hmm. you know, and so now I think anytime I feel nervous or like I may really have nerves, whatever, it's like, I'm making it about me. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not about me. It's like, I'm the storyteller, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's about telling the story. In those moments, too, there's no thought of, how do I look? Like, does this look good? Like, is it playing well? Because
3: like, would my character be thinking about how they look at this point? Right. It's like this weird little, you just melt right into your character. Mm-hmm. And it. Oh my gosh. Theater is so cool! I know, I love this conversation! Me too. <laughs> Theater really uh, is just magic. It is complete magic. Because yeah. like, you are transforming a story, but you are transformed right before you tell the story. And you're transforming while you're telling the story. And it's just like, it's, this whole freaking cool ass show right yeah. in front of your eyes, within a show. Because the show is honestly happening within your within it, you. It, and then there's magic, your, though,
1: too. Because everybody's like, co-creating, collectively, this experience. And it does become magic when you concentrate that much energy. Mm -hmm. It's like the one thing that you can, like, you take a layman and be like, hey, magic's real. They can experience it. Mm -hmm. Because it is.
2: I wish on every show... Like, before the, the creative process starts, everybody could talk like this. Like, this openly about creating.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it would lead to a really positive environment where a lot oh, could happen. If, because,
3: I mean, so everyone trust. wants to make the show great. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like so many people go into a rehearsal thinking that, like, they're... I mean, the director has their idea, and that's their idea. And even though you have choices, too bad, because I'm the director and I'm going to make you do these... And, like, that's fine because you're the director and it's your story, but you have these pieces who have ideas that, yeah, you can place them here, but, yeah, and your idea could be great, but now you have someone who has all these great ideas who can make your idea even greater and, like, you expand it yeah. into this, like, amazing thing. And, like, I feel like so many people go into a rehearsal being worried to be shut down immediately that they don't even offer Mm -hmm. ideas and like you can tell that there's a show that could be something and you have like this feeling that there it could like it was like almost there but like something something was shut down and i feel like yeah it's
1: usually that something is shut down yeah
3: which and I something. I feel like if people could before the show it would be all like listen this is we are playing which means like all ideas are welcome like we have to make sure the it story is the stop best stop story playing. yeah mm-hmm. it never stops
1: right yeah, yeah we'll always be playing we'll always I think that
3: could just make a great show every time <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm.
1: I, I do too wish the more shows could could start like that mm-hmm. you know
0: because it really doesn't matter what the script is like tragedy right. comedy farce vaudeville whatever right like. As long as that's the environment you're creating in, that you're, like, here to have fun, the yeah. show is gonna, even if it's a tragedy, be enjoyable, because it's the actors who are having fun, and right. so, like, that that translates to the audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Angels of America, I had so much fun. I mean, I'm dying in the show, you know? It's a really...
0: <laughs> Emotional show. Emotional, <laughs> fucked up show, but the language and mm. if the performances are right is so mm. captivating that you can't help but be There is something about language. telling
3: a story so truthfully that, yes. like, even though it could just be horrifying, horrifyingly sad, like, there's something so good like about telling it so truthfully that you're just like you're enjoying how just true it is like how Mm -hmm. like how how raw your performance is because you know that someone out there is going to feel something because of what you're doing because you're just telling it so truthfully yeah even if it's just woefully sad Uh Mm
0: -hmm. i think it was g who told me one time if you can get even one audience member to laugh it was worth it
3: yes oh yeah it is worth it oh yeah
1: one audience member.
0: Even if the rest of the audience sucks, if you, there's that one person who laughs at a joke that you think is funny, you're like, alright, cool. <laughs> we this can is, make this is all worth it. The rest of the performance would suck. And especially
2: even... when you can, like, I'm thinking of, especially Elizabeth Melville or your laugh. Oh, yeah. If I hear
3: that in the audience,
1: <laughs> i always like, done.
3: <laughs> yep, mission accomplished. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> because the... it's the people that you know no, like yeah. it, like it's they the people, know. like you could have a bunch of strangers out there and you're like, okay, but as long as you have one who's like, they get it, yes, it's yes, worth it, they get yes. it. I don't have a bunch Unless of just dumb people here, they've they, they <laughs> bought into this, they're invested, you know. <laughs> it's, it's always a nice moment, Do you I hear, thinking, I even if it's out that out one letter person letter. who's tuned into that show that That's starts her. at seven o'clock on TV, wait, wait. you have that one audience member that you're, you're speaking to that entire time, yeah.
0: So I do not want to bring an end to this discussion. However, I do want to bring an end to the podcast because we're getting close to three hours. And I'm going to have to cut something out of here. And so I'm not looking forward to... (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) We took
2: a little break when we were eating the You should mention, like, so I had
1: to edit this down from three
2: hours.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have to
2: listen to it and, like, cut the middle conversations out and just keep it.
0: (laughs) So I'll figure it out. But uh, I don't want to end the conversation, but I am going to hit stop on record. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. The goal of Barely There Theater is to create plays and entertainment for people free of charge, anywhere they want, anytime they want. Subscribe to us for mostly weekly updates with new audio plays, rehearsals, and whatever else might come up. We do ask that if you liked what you just listened to, consider donating to us at our website, barelytheretheater.com. And if you're in a position where you can't afford to donate, that's okay too consider passing this episode along to someone who you think will enjoy it. Get a hold of us at our email address, feedback at or leave a comment below if you're listening on YouTube. Once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater.